the Ron and Fez show starts right now. Ooh, Lord, am I trouble so hard? Ooh, Lord, am I trouble so hard? Don't nobody know my trouble but God. Don't nobody know my trouble but God. Ooh, Lord, am I trouble so hard?
so hard. Don't nobody know my trouble but God. Don't nobody know my trouble but God. Okay, let's get down to it, boppers. Let's get down to it, boppers. It's the Ron Fez Show. I'm Ron Bennington. Uh, starting off with a little Moby. Always controversial because you either love them or you hate them. Christina, you find yourself in the love area. Yeah, open your eyes, people, and open your ears. Yeah, you would open your ears, not your eyes. It's just looking. Although, from a video point of view, he has done a lot of interesting things. It's great. He's an artist. He's a true artist, and he makes great music. And if you got a problem with that, I guess you'll bitch on the playlist on the iBang. Because you think you know what you're doing, and I don't. Um, well, I look over here, uh, Drippy Granny says, yay, Twinkie AZ Douche Rock. Twink, what? Uh, ECU Pirate says, that douche white rapper Slim Shady said it best, fuck you, Moby. So you're gonna uh, judge the man's music on his physical appearance. Morgan McNasty says, the original douche bag before Shrillix. What? No. Uh, Road Rash Hick says, I'd like to drink a Sobe. And think about Nairobi when I listen to Moby. That's nice. Brian Baker says, I love when Pepper turns me on to music I otherwise wouldn't seek out of my own. Excellent playlist. Finally, someone with taste. Um, Plastic Thoughts says, finally. And then Edible Genius says, Moby, more like Moby Diuk. <laughs> Moby Diuk. The uh, he writes it diuk. I think it's. Uh, I think we've already figured out that we write out diuk as d i i u c k. Please, people, get it right. This is gonna be a test later. Um. But you know what's um always interesting to me is like you look at Moby and whether you're a fan or not, I'm gonna agree with you, Hicks, that the guy. Attempts on a daily basis to go in a different directions. It's great. And you're going to have people attack for that. The non-creative people are going to attack for that. It's interesting when someone gives you something they don't expect, you know? It's, it's, you, might, you, might, you might not like it from the last thing they did, but whatever. They're trying something else. What I try to do is have the same thoughts over and over every single day, despite as many times as saying, I understand that I'm not growing, yeah. but I'm still going to do it this way anyway. Yeah, guys. And then later goes, sorry. Switch it up. Get weird with it. Uh, but... Right off the bat, I'm going to ask you, Hicks. Yeah. Why are the why are people so damn negative on the internet? I people like to shit on things. I think people like to shit on things more than they praise things, and the internet gives them anonymity, so it allows them to shit on fucking everything. But would you would think that there are some people that shit on everything on the internet? But then in what the 3D life, the real waking life, are seemingly nice social people, or are they dicks there as well? Because I don't meet as many dicks as you see on the internet. <laughs> and, you, and if you meet some, some of the people who are dicks on the internet, you meet in real life, they're nice. It's weird because even like it happened last year when the, the Reddit guy got busted for fucking posting the jailbait shit. He was just a family guy doing like fucking programming in Texas. But oh, I forgot internet, about that guy. Yeah, he, he was the meanest person ever. The super troll or whatever. The super troll of the internet. The super troll of Reddit. Yeah. So, 
Now, I'm going to go back to Liz Sets Fire. Now, if you meet her in her regular life, she's a very sweet, nice person. And yet she writes here about Moby. I think he's kind of a get. Now, <laughs> I would say this. Uh, rock and gets, they belong together. Oh, my God. The gets have given us so much in rock. And more in hip-hop than anybody would like to believe. There's more gets there than not. They're on the DL, though. They can't come yeah, out. Yeah, I know. Except for Frank Ocean, who never really came out. He just said he loved the dude once. That's between him and his dude. <laughs> and it's crazy Forrest Gump song. Um, e ECU Pirate says, I don't usually join the haters who hate on everything. Oh, that's bullshit, dude. We've read your stuff. <laughs> You're mean as a snake. Look who's trying to backpedal. Well, I was, I was about to do it last night. I was about to go on Reddit and start fucking trashing people because they like this new trailer to um, Elysium, the new Matt Damon future movie. It's by the guy who did District 9. I haven't even heard of this. Yeah, it's like this. Is there a trailer out? Yeah, it, it's, it's, I just uh, sent it over. It well, just, it I want to watch this trailer with you in just a second. Yeah. So go ahead. Go back to your original point, though. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm on Reddit and people were, were talking about this trailer. And they're saying, oh my god, this is amazing, this is going to be the shit, this looks like really socially conscious fucking uh, science fiction. Like they, and they're referencing District 9 or whatever, and then they uh, were talking about how this is a great uh, year for science fiction, all this like fucking original shit's coming out. And they reference giant robot movies and end of the world movies. And if you watch this trailer, it looks exactly like fucking District 9 without bugs. And I was about to go on Reddit on my phone and just start trashing <laughs> everyone. Like, you people are fucking morons! Like, I'm in bed! Reading this and just about to lose my shit to just to, to fucking trash them for being morons, and but that if someone said in real life, I probably wouldn't go that crazy. But right. it just brings it out of me, like I'm fucking screaming in my fucking goddamn bedroom, just losing my shit. But see, here's the other thing: you're probably also reading a bunch of high school kids. That who, also and then they should be happy <laughs> that there's some kind of stupid robot movie. I mean, the, the people that you normally get an angrier with is when you meet someone who's 35 who just fucking writes something like, I just jizzed all over my Air Jordans <laughs> knowing Transformers 4 just got greenlit. There are a lot of coming comments, too, like, oh my, all the cum is coming out of all my holes right now. <laughs> that was a comment. All right, John from... Uh, NH says, big fan of Moby. Nice call. Good man. See? You could be nice on the internet. All right. The Barker Lounge just says his buddy walked into Moby one time on the street, and the story goes that Moby was a huge douche to him. Happens. I will say this. I would be a huge douche to all Barker's fucking friends, though. <laughs> So what's the name of this uh, movie? The new film, it's Elysium. It's uh, by Noel Blamkamp, I believe is that's the name of him. He's the guy who did District 9. Yeah, uh, we had him on the show, didn't we? I don't think we ever had him on the show. Who did we have? Oh, we had on the other guy that his movie looked like District 9, but it was in England. And it was like um, oh, yeah, uh, um, hip-hoppers against... Attack of the Block. Yeah, and Attack for some reason I get that in District 9. And by the way, I feel like I got fucking tricked into District 9 because so many people screamed at me, this is the greatest fucking movie ever. And then when I uh, went to see it, I'm like, I feel like I've already seen this movie a million times. At like the first, I like, guess, twenty minutes, but then it just turns into like a, a fucking you know d uh, 
action sci-fi movie where you know yeah. they're in fucking giant robots, they have fucking crazy guns, blowing shit up, like bodies literally exploding. See, that's the thing about sci-fi is like I don't want to just just see it like fucking CGI fight each other for an hour because Blade Runner was on in the middle of the night last night. And I'm like, oh, I can watch this until I fall asleep. No sleep, because I'm just sitting there, just stuck in the tonality of Blade Runner, going, fuck, this is good. It was what? He shot his gun off, what, twice or something yeah, in the entire and, movie? And, you know, I, it's, it's enough. You know what I mean? Like, for all the people that need to have a couple of death scenes, these fucking death scenes are kind of heartbreaking. You know, you feel bad when the robots get killed. <laughs> You're actually going, like, what are we doing? That robot had fucking feelings. Rutger Howard, no. Come on, you've you've seen things. Yeah. Boy, these people are rough on Moby. See, people like to be haters. That's well, the culture of the internet. Well, don't they say that the haters rarely hate? No, the haters. No, haters hate. Haters be hating. That's that's the actual um, saying. <clears throat> Because that's all they got in their life is the hate. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Unsettling. Uh, and Brian Baker writes, When did it become passe to treat others the way you want to be treated? Good point, Brian. It's a good man. Ooh, Lordy. All right, let me take a look at this. What's Elysium? Elys Elysium, yes. All right, let me look at this trailer. It's up on the iBang right now. I'm going to agree with you. It doesn't look that different yet, but Matt Damon picked it. Matt Damon does make good choices, but just visually, it looks 
very, very, very similar to the, what he did in District 9. Except instead of bugs, there's just poor humans trying to get into the rich humans' fucking house. You don't get mad when Wes Anderson's films look the same and sound the same. Then you're like, oh, this rock's so bad. I feel like I'm going to have a fountain come right now. Oh, fuck yeah. It's going to jizz out everywhere. I mean, you're fucking bringing in your, you know, Eastern Bloc thing. Mm -hmm. No yeah. one fucks with that. Yeah, well, you know, fucking communism's over, dude. We're fucking trying to get fucking com the capitalism up in that motherfucker. Doesn't look like it, though. Do they got fast food there yet? There's Burger King's. Burger King's really big. Oh, we're mm. <laughs> Didn't see many McDonald's, though. I'm trouble with God. Chris Stanley's got a trouble with God. I got trouble with this director. You finally got your sleeping patterns back into... Uh... Made sure I stayed up yesterday until I actually went to my normal sleep time. So now I'm I'm back. I'm jet lagged fucking over and done with. I've called a doctor and said I never want to dream again. What can you give me? Ambien. Well, you won't dream. Or if you do dream, you'll forget it. But don't take Ambien. I just want to forget. I don't mind if I dream as long as I don't remember. Well, if it's like a half remember, like you wake up and then... So I hate that. Yeah. Then I try to figure it out. <laughs> then I'm, and then I also think, let's say like if I had a dream that you fucked with me, yeah. I would be coming into work like, what fucking Chris Stanley's problem? <laughs> no. Why does he bust everybody's balls? It was a dream you had. Same thing, though. It's the same exact thing as real life. No, it's not. It's, it's a totally different fucking dimension. I don't think so. Oh, no, it's just a side I think head. people should take responsibilities for how they treat you in their in your dreams. No control over that. You got no control, period. <laughs> You're pretty reckless. Oh, I was drunk, dude. <laughs> Look, why you that's can't blame me? That's why I took all the money out of your checking account. I was drunk. <laughs> uh, here's Joe in Texas. You're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, guys, I saw a trailer online that blew my fucking mind the other day. Uh, it's a new movie with Ethan Hawke called uh, Purge, or The Purge. Have you heard of it? No. No, I haven't. I thought Ethan Hawke had this other movie coming out quarter to 12, whatever. After Sunset. After, uh, after but, brunch. But before, brunch. but before I run errands. <laughs> and oh, and this is a is this a sci-fi that he's in? Uh, no, man, it's a um, it's a thriller kind of uh, the society. There's no crime, and uh, one night here, everything is fucking legal. And uh, you just have to see the trailer. I mean, it it's, sounds it's like a pagan bad. thing. Like if you read back about the old pagans, they would actually tell people you're going to follow all these really hard rules. Yeah, and then on you know like for one week in the spring, you can rape and. Fuck Get and, it out. yeah, drink and steal and do whatever, yeah, and just kind of blow off steam. And I always t like that's the East Side Dave thing that you know you have to give Dave certain days <laughs> if you want to keep him okay the rest of the time because he can live a straight life if he has that point to look forward it's to. It's a release valve. Yeah, he's got to know there's something in his future. Fun Fridays coming up, so he can fucking keep it together. Yeah, and then you got him the rest of the time. He will follow the rules. But he actually has to uh, have some time to blow it up. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, 
Let's see. This is uh, the quick question is internet commenting, you know, why are you such a douche? Um, Huckleberry says I want you to be funny. Um, Red X says I see myself as living embodiment of mayhem. What? Then here's a fuck you. Millie Hatchet says I only use the internet to uplift and edify my fellow humans. I'm a delight and joy to all time. And then she goes on to really just, oh boy. Good thing it's an Excel site. Trippy Granny says it's fun to be an anonymous asshole, nothing really deep. Um, Docs and complicated jokes, just jokes. Vic Roy breaking balls. Ollie in Chicago says I'm brave. I use my real name. Um, oh, somebody wrote up about the racism that they did, and then I lost them over there. Pips, I want you to keep that fucking those phones running smooth as could be. But let me ask you this, Chris Stanley. What is it about being a dick that's so much fun for people? Why do they love it? Is it because they feel smaller in real life? Or this is the way they would act if they could get away with it? Why be a dick? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Internet trolls, internet pricks, internet weirdos. You must be getting something positive out of this. Uh, like, even if you sit down and with the Moby jokes, right? Yeah. You have to know in the back of your mind, oh, I have about one millionth of a percent of the talent that Moby has. That guy, he's sitting on, he's painting, he's drawing, he's fucking DJing, yeah, playing different things, writing songs, producing songs, whatever. Even if you don't, if you're not personally moved, you also have to say to yourself, and yet, I would trade lives with this person in a fucking heartbeat. He's still one of the highest paid DJs in the world. He's, yeah, he's in top he's ten, which means he could get a call and say, Thursday night, we need you in Zurich, and it's a fucking million dollars. Now, can you bring your own records, or will buy, we buy the shit for you? Whatever you want, Moby, just please come. Everyone will be here. Literally, the entire fucking country. But, what is the joy about being a cock. Um, there's a story uh, going out that one of the states, I think it's Florida, is going to make the ex-girlfriend pictures like a felony. Yeah, you, yeah, you get busted for uploading ex-girlfriend, nude ex-girlfriend pics, revenge porn is what they're calling it now. Um, you get busted, you get charged with a felony. Alright, here is uh, Bob. Uh, go ahead, buddy, what do you got for me? Well, I troll because it's a control thing. I used to be the guy getting pissed off. I used to be you, Pepper. And I've, well, I've got some fucking better drugs like Wellbutrin and shit. And so now I'm the guy pissing you off. And it makes me happy. But, but, but being honest about it, what makes you so happy, Bob? Why does it make you happy to know that you're saying something against others? I think it's because if I could, I feel like I can get to somebody, I own them, or I can, I can kind of control them, or I don't know. It's just entertaining to me to piss people off. I, I don't like people calling pissing Fez off. I think that it's just an audience fucking with him. Bullshit. So your thing is, if you can elicit an emotion in another person, it makes you happy. Yeah, I think so. I think if I get somebody to react, I've gotten them to notice me or I don't know. I guess it's also a self-esteem bullshit. But but here would be the, here would be the thing, Bob. Imagine that if you could elicit 
positive things, like to make people laugh or women have orgasms. You know what I mean? Like, imagine it, how would you would feel if you thought, what can I do? Instead of bringing up centaur hooves to Chris Stanley, Dick. what if I could somehow make him feel good? Could you imagine the power that you would then feel? But I don't think I can do that. I, I think I don't think I can pull that one off. But I I, you couldn't. You you couldn't do it today. But what if you worked towards it? What if you said to yourself, "I'm going to work towards writing amusing things that make people happy," or "I'm going to work towards." Sticking up for the weak or the small. I wonder how that would change your life. It is a shortcoming. I do have. I do need to go do some open mic stuff because I I do make people laugh, and I I think I'm just making excuses for myself. Quite honestly, yeah, you know I, I mean? think you are because there's a real big difference. Like you brought up the open mic in comedy. There's a real big difference between the guy who gets up and does that. And the heckler yelling shit out in the dark. The heckler might get a short laugh before he gets pummeled by a, a smarter person. Um, but he's never going to really be thought of as somebody who contributes. Where the That's guy who gets up there and starts to work at it uh, makes something out of himself. And, but see, here's the thing, Pep. You talk to Bob. He seems like a thoughtful, interesting guy. He's sitting around going, what can I do to connect with human beings? Mm. He's just decided to do it negatively. How to make them pissed off. Now, you, you take, um, there's a couple people, Brian is one of them, Kyle's another, that send in stuff that are really brilliant. They start to write it up. And, you know, at first we would just take some of their stuff and put it up there. And after that, we're like, no, they're writing good enough. All we really got to do now is upload it. And they're really contributing and interesting and funny people and bring a lot of stuff in that everybody ends up talking about. It's good. That's positive. It's harder to be positive. I think it's, it's just so much easier to rip shit down, destroy it, and get illicit anger. And yet, you also don't get anything uh, out of it. Um, let's go over to Mark. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, Ronnie, I think that being a dick is all a uh, product of your past conditioning. Like, Pepper grew up in a fucking shit show. So he's got, like, all this, this anger. He can't even control what he says or right. That's what he knows. So oh, he feels on. alive when he's a dick. I'm not a dick. You're you're well, the fucking I, asshole. I see. Now you're who, th- who do you think you are? Some goddamn no, psychoanalyst? I think he is. <laughs> I think he's made me see you in uh, a way I never had before. All right, Cigars and Scott said uh, about growing up around ball busting. Um, but Cigars and uh, Scotch uh, also went out and started his own podcast. And a lot of his stuff reads really funny. I mean, he's a funny guy. Hell yeah. He's a great fucking poster and a great podcaster. I didn't. I, to him. You listen to his podcast, do you? Occasionally. Why don't you see if you can't get on once? All right. Try to get yourself out there. And maybe you can push your. Uh, third podcast. What's that one that you do? High Society Radio. That's the one that you do with the guy who sounds and talks and has the same background as you. Yeah. <laughs> I you wish it, Doppelganger. I would just call it Pepper and Pepper. <laughs> L- and Bronx Johnny. Bronx Johnny still, huh? Yeah, of course. Bronx Johnny's fucking... Well, he never stops in here. I see him every once in a while in an unmasked. He has, um... Well, he's goes through a lot of day jobs. 
So it's, it's yeah, hard. Yeah, boss. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything, man. You ever want to get in the Yankee Stadium or you need anything? I'll get him in. Um, Bobby, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Um, I don't. My, my biggest thing with the trolling, because I troll personally. Um, <laughs> Where I do you troll? Understand. Oh, Xbox Live, man. I don't, I don't do the posts. I don't uh, leave hate messages or anything. But I'll talk shit like a motherfucker to an eight-year-old. Why? Because <laughs> that motherfucker will camp with his sniper rifle. And I'm trying to come in and get my boys advanced in position. He just sits there like a piece of shit. But but here's the thing. You're now having an argument with an eight-year-old. Imagine how insane that would be if it took place in Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> You're right. I mean, they would, seriously, they would throw a net over you, and then you would get up in front of the judge and go, your Honor, he camps in this one spot with a sniper rifle, which, by the way, is exactly what snipers do. There's nothing fair about a sniper in real life. They are pricks. Um, here is Nancy in Arizona. Uh, by the way, I was talking about Ro to Rob Cross about this. He's awful happy with the amount of Arizona calls that we get. That's good. He goes, I don't know what it is. Maybe because I'm from there. But I love hearing the, the amount of Arizona calls. I think you guys got more than anyone else. So here's uh, Nancy in Arizona. How you doing, Nancy? Good morning, Ron. How are you? What can we do for you today? Hey, I just want to point out, um, I do a lot of work in the psych field out here in Arizona. And I, I really think that um, it's about passing on pain and uncomfortability and insecurity to others. And it's like just part of a very base need for power that we have and we struggle with it every day all right so it's the randy newman i want you to hurt like i do right right and you pass it on and you get rid of it instead of like keeping it to yourself not passing it on finding another way to get rid of it accepting it finding some peace somehow all right let's say what would what would be the healthier way for one of these trolls to act for themselves not even for society we won't get to that point yet but if someone feels this pain instead of dishing it out online what could they do better well I, I think like probably starts with just realizing that that's what you're doing and if you realize that's what you're doing then you come to the realization that it's not about them it is about you and then you keep it to yourself but see the thing is maybe this is somewhat of a positive because at least they're not running their cars into other people or you know bar fighting what i always suggest people that I work with is to like take it out on something that's inanimate like hit a punching bag write it down and tear it up like there's all kinds of ways to get your thoughts out and your anger and your pain out and without attacking someone else see I do that I like really get my aggression out and just start swinging but always at children okay <laughs> and that's probably so the thing is it's probably a mistake but on the other hand probably I'm 148 and one and that's a pretty good record. What happened to the one, black girl? You are the perfect example. Yes, thank you. I like that. And now that's why I'm a joyful person. All right, thank you, uh, Nancy. Have Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Rob just wrote down another Arizona call. Big up to Zona. Everything is going great. <laughs> it's a giant fucking case of Arizona iced tea in his office, too. It never stops. Yeah. He's proud. I'm like, shit, man, it's a lot of green tea around cross. <laughs> it's delicious, though. And it comes in a really large can. That's a fucking tall-ass boy right there. Jesus Christ. Give me, give me one of those. That's how I feel when I get a beverage, though. <laughs> I want a tall one. 
no mm. matter what it is. <laughs> 24 ounces constantly. Bloomberg doesn't want us to have them. Cock. I would like to replace the water fountain with a garden hose. So you would just walk <laughs> up to a garden hose and just start drinking out of it. <laughs> mm. Um. Here's uh. Here's Luke. Luke, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, what's going on? Um, I wonder if the negativity that comes out on the internet might be uh, sort of a balance to people being forced to be politically correct in their normal lives, and the negativity almost builds up, and then they get on the internet and just spills right out. They're like almost like they can't even they they can't even uh, stop it. It's just a waterfall. All right, but so like, who is the real person? Are they the negative person, or are they the politically correct person who goes to work and tries to say, like, hey, looks like somebody has a case of the Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we're both. The duality of men. I think they're just the troll, because that's what they really want to do. You think we are our lowest angel. Whatever your lowest thing is, that's who you are. Yeah, because I think when you're, you're participating in those lowest things, I would... I'd say most of the time, that's in your free time. You're choosing to do that. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I never thought of that. Like other- You're going out of your way to yeah. say, now I can do whatever I want. Oh, I know what I want to do. Uh, call eight-year-olds mean names and make them feel bad. I'm going to play Call of Duty and just drop N-bombs for fucking four hours straight. Um, here's Marshall. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Uh, first of all, for Rob Cross... Arizona blows. He knows it. He knows it. Uh, No, but uh, for me, uh, I started, I I like to find a lot of weirdness on the Internet and and taboo things. And one of the big ones, of course, is, um, you know, the the racism, especially like, you know, anti-black stuff and all that. So I started reading these subreddits that are just awful, just horrible, horrible stuff. Um, and at first it was like this fun thing that I sort of got off on just reading these things that were so taboo, you know. Um, but then it starts to like sort of seep in, you know what I mean? And so you'll see something that has nothing to do with it and you want to just comment on it or, or say awful, horrible, racist things. And it's like, I don't know, it's like a virus I have now in my brain. Well, here's the thing. I'll give you this thing from a comedic point of view. If you're going to open your show with a dick joke, right? Mm-hmm. Then where do you go? You know what I mean? You so if you show up in one of these subreddits and it's already let's say the joke and I will say that people are just trying to say shocking things and it's a joke. If and if the initial jokes are raping babies, then where do you possibly go? Except for down. So this this is the weird thing. That's the starting point. That's why I think, like, really with kids, the best thing that we could do with our school system is force the kids to have a uniform. And maybe even, like, have their hair cut short. Because they are going to rebel. And might as well give them really easy stuff to rebel against. You know? Give them the easiest possible shit. Because if you start it off with, hey, I want you kids to do whatever you want, learn what when you want, do what you want, then they've got to go a long way before they piss you off. Yeah, yeah Give them Ronnie, a good my, excuse up front. This pisses me off. Yeah, my, my dad never had any rules or anything. Like, he smoked weed with us the first time I ever did it. So 
I think that's a part of it. Is I I've had to like really go ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, that's the thing. Till finally, somebody's going to put a bunch of your posts up somewhere and say, do we want this person? What kind of person? Because we had this discussion the other day about the EMTs uh, who they've decided, you know, the New York Post is going to go around and try to say, this person, do we really want this person on the city payroll when he does this kind of jokes? And for us, right off the bat, because we're used to so many people when we're like that, we're like, no, it's not real. But it's hard to explain that to other people, you know, to say this isn't real. It's it's a a weird fucking place because it's now just, it's like regular life catching up with the internet, with your internet life. So now people are exposing all these things and they don't know what to do. They don't know how to take it. It's really fucking weird. What's weird, though is how many of those same people, if you say, and I remember back when the early parts of the message boards on radio, we're going to have a message board party, everybody come out. These things would initially look like an eighth grade dance, where you'd see a bunch of people just like lined up against the wall and very mousy, and it took a long time for them to... And, and a lot of alcohol, by the way, oh, sure, which yeah. is also another false thing, you know, <laughs> that's also false courage. So you got the Internet for false courage. Uh, you've got alcohol and in some people's case, Chris, drugs no. for false courage. No. So where's the real courage in this world? Where's the real courage to step up and say, here's who I am. And this is what I actually think. I'm not trying to just shock you. Uh, that's, that's... I'm trying to engage you. That's rare. That's a rare thing. Why should it be, though? Why should that be so rare? Because people use alcohol as a crutch, in, in some cases. I think a lot of the people who post up on the iBang are very, very funny. Um, actually, I think they can be funnier there than they can at callers. It's very rare for a caller to make me laugh out loud. Well, the meme contests are just fucking hysterical. Hysterical and <laughs> mean. <laughs> but they are fucking, like, I'm going through them, I'm, just, I'm crying. They're just, one after another, they're just really fucking funny. But I think the difference there is that it's an invited thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> where some of this stuff is like, here's something about actual people. And then they go there and they say incredibly cruel things about it. Over and over and over again. Now... The put a picture of your girlfriend up. I just, by the way, I find mind blowing. I can't imagine thinking to myself, I spent two years with this person and now I'm going to do mean things on the internet to them. But I'm also don't know if I'm comfortable with this becoming a law. I don't, I don't know how they're going to be able to enforce it to fucking track down every look there's there's just there's fucking giant databases of fucking ex-girlfriends sucking dick and just or just naked or whatever you don't have to get all of them to stop it you only got to get a few to really slow it down that's for sure it's i i I don't think they're gonna be able to maybe they might get one or two people if they have fucking cell phone records because i think most of them are just from cell phones Cell phone video and cell phone pictures. Yeah, we will get to the point where everybody's going to know who's doing what, though. I mean, it's gotten too good. Like, the, like on the fucking cell phone, it takes the GPS location and all of the information. They'll, it'll implant it inside a photo. So people will upload things. They won't know, 
but there's fucking parts of the code of the actual fucking picture that can you can tell where where it was taken, when it was taken, by who. It's fucking crazy. You have to turn that shit off. Yeah, it's if you're posting crazy shit on the internet. Yeah, you got to, and most people don't. I mean, do you ever think to yourself, "Hey, I would like everybody to know what site I'm on right now or what I'm posting." No, it was very. You know, even getting out of that, a lot of times you're on the internet, you don't even know it. I was going to go up in the in the high upper west side the other day, right? So I was like doing a Google search, and then I thought, you know what? I better street this thing so I can just. Get an idea of what kind of neighborhood I'm going into. <laughs> and as I was doing it, then I just got caught up on the street thing. Yeah. And I'm turning sideways. Some of the times you can go into stores. That's in fucking New York. Crazy. You can walk into the store, take a look around off the street and walk back out. But I'm noticing now a lot of people in windows and stuff. And people walking along that don't know that they're on this thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's the fucking Google car. They'll it just fucking and people sue them to say, listen, we I don't want this building here. I don't want my fucking house on your shit. I didn't know that. So that sometimes if you're fucking going through the Google Street View or whatever, there's just a big blur spot out and next in between two fucking buildings. So if Brad Pitts could say, I don't want my because people might case his place, no. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Could he say, I don't want to be in your fucking Google map? Yeah, you could say that. Um. Here's uh, Jason in Rochester. You're on the Running Fest show. Sound like a million. Yeah. Um, on Reddit, like one of the ongoing traditions that I've noticed, which has like become a joke now, is to call whoever posts post whatever kind of article a faggot. So oh, no yeah. matter who put it up, the yeah, fact that they it. put it up. Yeah, they'll, that, that'll show up in every single like comment thread. Op is a get. Op uh, being original poster. But it's probably true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say yeah, ninety nine percent of the time it's true. Maybe there's a couple of straight people that post on Reddit, but it's mostly a gay website. Yeah, that's 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 you know that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, there's a ridiculous amount of racism and craziness on there, and the weird subreddits. There's just like snuff and just fucking the most vile shit possible. Everything's short of fucking kitty porn, and sometimes kitty porn shows up and everyone freaks out. Yeah, they should. Yeah. Uh, let's go over here to Cody. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. What's up? Hey. Hey, uh, I'm a dick in real life, but for me, it's more like a compulsion where I can't control myself when somebody says something totally ridiculous like uh, national championship game, Notre Dame, it's a lock. And it's like, I got to say something to this moron. And yet they did go to the national championship game. <laughs> no, he wants them to win it, you know. It's a lot. Oh, okay. So you're saying, yeah, but see, that's okay. I don't think there's anything wrong with that kind of good nature type stuff. The weird stuff is when someone isn't even asking for it. Or someone said, hey, I'm pick- putting up uh, this, and everyone just goes fucking buck wild. That's the weird shit. Or how mad and angry people get about these young girls that are in uh, show business. Oh, that's fucking really nuts. Because that that affects that goes into real life, motherfuckers. Or even girls that are just popular on the internet, they will be fu- certain websites will go after them and fuck with them in real life and make their fucking real life like find them and fuck you them. know you're fucking insane when you start to fuck with someone in real life over internet shit. Yeah, that's when you know. 
You are the biggest fuck up in the whole world. I mean, for me, the biggest dicks I've ever heard of is somebody who sticks with something even though they say they dislike it. So in terms of radio. Yeah. And uh, I'll take a, I'll take myself out of it and just say it's about Dave. If someone starts to say, worst show ever, this sucks like that, and you're like, wait, why are you still following Eastside Dave if you don't it. think he's good? You would then have to be a fucking lunatic to show up again and again and again. And then what's really weird is to form friendships with other people, so you both start to go back and forth to it. Fucking, You're a fucking asshole now. It's a fucking, You're fucking, seriously, like a stalker get. <laughs> it's a troll circle jerk. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. It's been uh, 45 minutes, and I haven't heard from Fez. I just want to know if he's there or not. Um... Yeah, he is. He's just uh, in the other room today, right now. Mm. See you. Uh, Jeff, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Good morning. What's you up? Know, dude, on the internet, man, there's no accountability for the things that you say. You can be an asshole, and it's easier to be an asshole than it is to be positive, and you can do it on the internet with zero accountability. Um. Yeah, but why do it? That's the point. Not that you can do it, but you're acting like all of us want to be assholes all the time, and I don't think that that's true. You know what I mean? No, I don't think that you want to be assholes all the time. I'm saying if you want to, when you do it on the Internet, you can do it with no accountability. If you do it in real life, you walk up to somebody and say something like that, you're probably going to get punched in the face. But if you do it on the Internet, there's no accountability for your actions. Well, I think we can all agree that most people that do this kind of stuff in real life would be considered somewhat pussy. Like, there's a, I think the really funny thing that Larry David does on his show is turn around and run as soon as it turns ugly. <laughs> and there's something about him at his age and just the frightened look that he had. Because he does, he's like a real-life troll who'll be mean to people and will actually yell at him. And the second someone touches him, he just screams and starts to run really hard. And I kind of figure that's the way a lot of these Internet people are. All right, already we've got a pepper problem. He shoots his goddamn mouth off, uh, yeah, and do. he never knows what he's talking about. I always about. know what I'm talking about. He never about. has the facts to back it up. Here's Anthony. You're on the run of Fest show. Bring it. Ron, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I'm not trying to bury Pepper, and because uh, he actually he worked me up into enough of a shoot to call you guys. Good luck. The uh, the the, op <laughs> the office of fag thing that came from 4chan that 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 originated on the website 4chan, and then Reddit Reddit picks up like various things, whatever kind of rises out of the filth of 4chan, it, it shows up on Reddit. So yeah, I, that's, uh, I, just wanted to, I just wanted to mention that because I, help uh, me because I'm not all that familiar with either site. 4chan and Reddit are their kind of competitors. It's weird, like 4chan. Let me, uh, let me. Uh, hey, may I, may I jump in? Yeah. 4chan, 4chan.org is like the asshole of the internet. It's where all shit comes from. It's terrible. Don't go there. Don't open it in a browser. Uh, don't do it. Um, Reddit is like a, a news aggregate website that has subsections. And it has tons, like Pepper said, like, uh, there's no snuff subreddit, for God's sake. There's the, there there's not, there's, you've never seen a no, snuff. No, there is actually. There's a, there's a subreddit so called fucking, Watch People Die. You yeah, just so, fucking sorry, contradicted sorry. yourself. Just yeah, relax. I know. I, I, correct, I corrected myself. Because, yeah, there is. It's not called I snuff. 
Yeah, I corrected myself. It's not called snuff. It's called watch people die. But yeah, there's a lot of weird shit on Reddit. But yeah, the 4chan is where the office of fag thing came from. Yeah, everything bad comes from 4chan.org. Now, I remember a few years ago... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 4chan kind of used to go after some things. Or they, I know they got that, some yeah, I press. I can't remember what for. Anonymous sprang from 4chan. No, I'm sorry to talk over you guys, but the whole anonymous thing kind of started sort of with 4chan. So, yeah, so like when anonymous would do something, you know, I think they would like communicate on 4chan or on message boards. But, yeah, that's where the whole anonymous thing started. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know a bunch of weird shit. Oh, hey, one last. I gotta go. Um, yeah. But Ron, I want to say uh, it's a pleasure to be able to talk to you and you too, Pepper. Uh, um, and um, yeah, that's balls. it. Uh, someday, if you ever talk about um, Zen or Buddhism, I'm an ordained Buddhist monk, so uh, I can be uh, of service. But um, oh, I love to have you on and talk about that because I don't know a real lot about it. I know there's some fake monks all over town now trying to get money, though. I saw one yesterday. They're everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I, 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 gotta, yeah, I gotta run. I actually gotta... All right, see you later. Go, go meditate. All right, see you later. <laughs> so he's a monk who goes to 4chan and knows all this weird shit. Yeah, it's like an internet hierarchy. Like, most memes um, at some point originated on the 4chan boards. And then Reddit is more of a mainstream thing uh-huh. where... Uh, it, it, things like blow up, blow up and become even more popular goes mainstream. And then there's another website called Nine Gag that's just fucking really bad and base and just really terrible. It's just fairly, it's really stupid. It's bad and stupid. It's like fucking really shitty. At least I've right, never I, heard of that one. Yeah, it, it's for like fucking teenagers. So it's like four. Is that where you hang out? <laughs> Sometimes I like to fucking talk. You know, I, I like to stay uh, current with what, what the kids are doing. Maybe you ought to become a Buddhist monk like that, dude. I can still go to like Reddit and 4chan, sure. Yeah, he does. Sounds okay. He seems to be, you know, finding a balance in the universe. Um, Ian, you're on the Ron Fez show. Hello? Hey, buddy. Oh, hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to call in because um, I heard you guys were talking about Reddit. Um, there's some really fucked up Reddits on there, but like the one that really encourages troll- trolling the most is definitely the atheism oh, one. Jesus. Because like, basically you just post like a Facebook conversation of someone like posting just a really neutral post like, you know, God really blessed me today or whatever. And just an atheist gets on there and just, fuck God, he doesn't exist. Like, he's, you're fucking stupid for believing in him. And just everyone just circle jerks each other on it. So that's really the one that kind of encourages it. So the Reddit is the big uh, atheism thing that's gotten to the point that some people are now getting mad at atheists. Yeah. I'm- yeah, it's like, yeah. That's one of their, their biggest um, subreddits. That's like one of their biggest subsections of the website is atheism. It's atheism subreddit. And uh, there's a lot of fucking hardcore atheists on there. There's a lot of people who fucking hate them. I, I, I just took it off my the feed because I can't even deal with reading any of the posts there. It drives me nuts. Yeah, that's pretty bad. All right, well, I think, thank you guys for letting me call in and stuff. All right, talk to you later, buddy. Uh, up on the iBank today is uh, a... I want to... It's a short video that uh, Justin Stengel, of course, from the Letterman show, uh, put up called No One Listens to Me, about him and his family. And uh, it goes to show you, I think he could have been Apatow. If Letterman hadn't held him back, he'd be Apatow. He'd be all up in it. He'd be in fucking Tinseltown, balling out of control. Not that he's not balling out of control. No, I'm just, well, I'm, I'm wondering where you <laughs> can feel some, like, you know where you're going. <laughs> I always laugh when you decide, like, I'm going to be agreeable. Uh-oh, I said something crazy. Let me chase myself down. 
I got it. It's all in control. <laughs> you don't know where you go once that fucking mouse starts to open, do you? There's <laughs> always like a vague But direction. when I was watching this, I was thinking, and this is always comes to a shock as men, uh, to men, but when you're the father, I'm not saying that you're not part of the family, but you only kind of really play that one role in the family. That's weird. And if you have, like, a chick and daughters, you're going to find yourself on the outs more than in the ends. Could that be good in, so, in some sense? What a, it is whatever it oh, is. Uh, I don't know whether it should even be judged. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but the thing of no one's listening to me, I, even though out. I'm the guy who comes home and pays the bills and stuff. <laughs> but freaking out is like the biggest mistake because you're asking people not to be true to your nature. And really, do you really want to hear all this stuff that's bothering the kids? Because you can't. You know, you're going to make up fake advice anyway. You got to feel bullshit, right? Just to get it over with. Because, you know, whatever. They're kids. They have no dick. You know, they don't know dick, but it's your job to get them <laughs> oh, to yeah. know dick. Eventually. Nuts. So anyway, that's up on the iBank today. Uh, Justin's a very funny man. And I think, will you ever find yourself driving that minivan around town? Oh, Christ. Could you, I mean, I try to picture you in any Children. kind of a straight life. <laughs> and it's a very hard thing to pull off. Yeah, I can't picture it at all. I don't see... I just... With, like, two kids... I cannot, like, but nowhere in the even foreseeable future right now, I can I imagine that. The weird thing is, though, let's suppose it just happened to you. You would handle. I've seen fucking guys that I would consider gangsters. <laughs> and not even give up their gangsterness. Yeah. But then just kind of etch out this one other part of their life where they were the dead. <sighs> It's. I think as a father, one of the funniest things is it feels like a lot of times like you're living a lie. I would definitely be. I sh if I I was in charge of a fucking another human taking care of them, making sure they right. stayed alive. But, no but that's the only part. Like the taking, making sure that they're alive. At least you can center that, right? You can say, "Here's what I'm doing." Whether, you know, I'm the one who's getting this for this. I'm just that. And you're like, I know how to do that. The stuff of like, yeah, I think I do want to color with you. Is when you feel like more of a crazy person. Or, yeah, we're all on our way out to Hershey Park. Oh. Get in the van, everybody. No, thanks. And if everyone's good, we're going to stop for ice cream. Like, at a certain point... That's our like, big treat! You feel, like, crazier there, I think, than and than you could in any other place. It almost feels like Total Recall, where you are doing something that nothing in your past has lined you up for. There's nothing in your past no. that makes you think... I'm the guy who should be doing this. And then what really weirds you out is, like, you see some guys. And in real life, they would be considered weirdos or fucking squares or nerds who seem like they are doing it on purpose. And they are having fun. They're not faking fun the way you are. Yeah, they're, this, is what, this is what they want to do. Is fucking family time. It's what they're good at. All right. Well, you're not necessarily good at, <laughs> but you're sure trying. Fake it till you make it, or just fake it and never fake make it. Fake it and make other people 
think that you're making it. Um, here's uh, Pete in Chicago. You're the Run and Fez show. Dig this, Ronnie. I love your show, Retired. Just got out of the hospital, drove everybody nuts there. Listening to your show in the hospital, it made me take you home. Anyway, I inherited a minivan. I used to be a professional rock and roll musician, toured the country and everything. And my dad passed away, and I inherited his minivan. Now, you know all those little guys in the back of people's minivans that starts with the dad and goes down to the mom and the kid and the dog and the cat and the yeah. fishbowl? Yeah. I want to get one of those guys with a fucking gun to his head and stick it in the back of my minivan every time I drive that fucking thing because I hate it. Yeah, it's a weird... I hate it, Ronnie. Love the show. Thank you. All right, so probably the people in his life know. See, I don't think that you actually have to hate it, but I do think there's a realization that you know you're just barely getting it done. I feel like that would be the fucking the one emotion or thought you had at all times. Or and, that's the driving force of your life. Like, I'm barely getting this done. And the weird thing is, when you're a kid, you don't even realize that. Because I'm not sure if mothers totally feel that way. Like, mothers kind of feel like on a cellular level, they're they cut out do. for it. They're cut out for it. But it's almost nature. Now, there are some that aren't. There are some who, you know, hire a sitter and then just drive down the street and drink martinis out of a fucking thermos and then go home. You know what I mean? They, there are some people like that. But, like, here's the weird thing. All those guys, think of the guys that you went to college with that are fucking, that you know would be, like, eating pills yeah. and fucking saying, all right, we're going to go cop. By the way, don't worry about anything, and they show you a gun. You know what I mean? Like, this is going to be cool. That guy eventually becomes someone's dad. But he's really the guy who thinks... I should take a gun because we're buying a half an ounce of coke. He's willing to end up in a fucking gun battle. But then he will also be a guy who goes out and becomes a dad. And it's, it's this thing with Stango, it had me thinking of, A, what are we even needed for? And B, are we faking it from the... Even when you do really good at it. When... You do really good at it. You still think in the back of your mind, well, I, I, I think I faked that one out. I think everybody fell for it today. If, if I had, if I had, God, if I had a kid, yeah, I feel like it would be like I, I'm doing what I know I should do. I would never for the rest of my life until the kid was able to do it on its own, have a job. I would never be able to do what I want to do. You know, like I, this is what I should be doing. I hate this. Uh, Lorenzo, you're on the run of Fezzo. Uh, yeah, uh, Ron, I don't know, like, what's happening these days. I mean, I'm 30 now, and, uh, like, all my friends are having some kids, and they go to the baby showers now. Like, I remember back in the day when my mom was pregnant with my little sister, my dad was like, all right, you know, it's, it's a guy's day. Let's go out to Gula Hand and let the girls do it, bro. I don't, I don't get it. What's with the, all the guys that are going to baby showers? It's kind of kind of stupid. Because I think at a certain point you stop fighting the fucking tide, and you just go with it. I don't want to fucking go with Look, it. Look, I, I, when I remember one point, the whole young family thing, and I moved into this neighborhood that were all these nice houses that were all, and it was one of those neighborhoods that you would actually get 
a fucking sign that said best this month's best lawn or whatever. And it was a very nice neighborhood to have fucking kids in. And I'm like, okay. Doing it. Making it happen. This is what should be happening. Everything's happened the way it's supposed to. (laughs) So these two guys that are neighbors of mine, uh, they've got their fucking garage open. They're like, hey, come on over. And uh, they got a fucking cooler full of beer there. And they're like, uh, hey, our wives thinks that we're fucking, you know, know. uh, working on it. But here's what we do. We come over here and we act like we're working on the car. And, and, you know, I look into this and they had like eight beers that they were going to be spending a day. And they're like saying this thing. And I actually said to them, and too fast, look, motherfucker, I'll do whatever I want, whatever I want. You know what I mean? Don't think that I'm part of this because you're fucking weirding me out. I ain't hiding from no one. You know what I mean? I do my shit where I do it. I am not pretending I'm doing working on a lawnmower so I can split a fucking six-pack and whine about my fucking life. But they will freak you out. Um... Here is uh, here's Drew. Drew, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey guys, look, even worse than baby showers and stuff that you know men never used to attend. They had these baby reveal parties now, what? where couples couples invite friends over and they wear pink or blue, and they have a party to to decide and bet on whether the sonogram shows male or female. Now, in my life. I have two kids. I didn't know which either would be when they came out. Um, you know, I just think it's bad juju for lack of a better Well, I kind of agree with that, too. I don't like to fuck around with that, you know? No, and, and, you know, they already have fucking names picked out when these fetuses are, you know... Yeah, and the numbers are scary, you know, when you start to look at what could go wrong. I don't want to turn this into a fucking live song, but lightning crashes, motherfucker. <laughs> you better be fucking prepared. But here's the weird thing. When did men start showing up at baby showers, and are they really having fun? I won't. I won't go. My wife knows that. She's cool. But, uh, yeah, since when do they get invited? And since when do husbands think that this is okay to have these things? I don't know, man. I got invited to a baby shower with my boy like maybe four months ago or something. I, yeah. I didn't go. I just you should have went. Did look? This is your life now. <laughs> no, I can't. No. Oh, this is too sad. I like this song. Remember this guy was in Fight Club. He was the waiter for like fucking one scene. Oh yeah, yeah. I wonder if he had a bigger part that was just cut down. The angel closes her eyes. Too sad. <laughs> the confusion that was hers belongs now. Take a baby down the hall. Dude, I'm not making this up when I tell this story, and I'm trying to keep it as anonymous as possible, but I knew a dude who fucking brought this song up at a birth. That listen to the fucking lyrics? Yeah, because something kind of scary happened oh. there. And he goes, I thought, you know, we were talking lightning crashes. And everyone fucking yelled at him. Like nurses and shit. <laughs> so don't fucking start your negativity. See, there's another thing. 
like a guy at a birth. You got to do it, and it is the right thing, but you sure as fuck don't feel like this is a normal thing that a dude belongs I'm at. I'm not qualified for this. You're forcing someone who doesn't want to be here to do this. Um, here is... Uh, Here's Josh. Josh, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ronnie. I noticed that the thing with the guys going to the uh, baby showers, and at least in my area anyway, started like 10, you know, 13 years ago in the Spanish community. I have a lot of friends that, you know, married and dated Spanish girls and had kids, and their families treat this as like a big party. They have it at one of the local, like, you know, Polish club or whatever, or BFW, and they have it on a Friday or Saturday night, and everybody shows up and just gets annihilated while, the, you know, the poor woman just sits there not being able to drink. But that's when I noticed it starting with the men going, and I think it just kind of spilled over into, you know, everybody. Especially, I didn't invite me to that baby shower, so maybe the guy's got a point. Man, we should turn this song off. Okay. I just, I just feel like it's a bad luck song. Okay, off, done. I want you and your chick to have a nice baby. <sighs> whoa, 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 whoa. So anyway, uh, Justin Stangle's piece is up. And it goes back to this. I'm not saying that men don't like being fathers, and I'm not saying that it's not some of the greatest parts of your life. I'm also saying that you feel like you're faking it as much as the fact that you're really doing it. God knows I'd be faking it. You actually think to yourself a lot, what would my dad be doing in this situation? Well, you're one of those guys, you're not even comfortable around a kid. No, um... I up to like fucking teenager. I guess I'd be comfortable around a teenager, but up anything below that, I fucking do not like being in the same room. I don't like interacting with them. I don't like making eye contact. I don't like being around them. Fucking makes. But me you up. were a child, not crazy long ago. Yeah. Um. I. You can you remember it? Sort Did of. Did you feel weird then? I remember being more comfortable around adults when I was younger. Like I wanted to be around the adults, not the other kids. That's weird to me. Yeah. yeah I, th I I realized it was weird, too, then. When I was a kid and, and adults were around, I was like, how can I separate myself? I don't want to fucking... Well, it was the lack of freedom that I hated. Like, you couldn't say anything you wanted or do anything you wanted because adults were there. My parents were nuts and their friends were equally crazy. So it was pretty lax. Mm, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Um, they got a kick out of it. Here is uh, here's here's Chrissy. Chrissy, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ron, how are you? Yeah. Oh, I, I get to say that when one of my my husband's friends, whenever any of us you know have a baby shower, they all get together and get hammered. So a bunch of us have kids. They always set it up so their moms watch our children. And then, you know, I'll go to his friend's wife's baby shower, and they all get together at the closest bar to wherever the shower is being held and get, you know, completely hammered and take car services home. Yeah, that's weird, too. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, you did sign up to be, you know, the dad as well. It's not like you got... Uh, this is something that you don't fucking belong into. I don't know. It's that it's that just never feels. It doesn't feel right to me. Then you, um, <laughs> uh, but 
the thing is, then why do it? Why not fucking just go out and live like you're in a Tom Waits song? No. If you hate it so much. What was the, the child thing? I read this uh, thing not too long ago, and I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, but it's a rock star that we're probably going to have on the show within the next couple of months. And I read his bio. And he, you know, got married quite a bit and had kids quite a bit. And, you know, the story was always like, yeah, we were on the road and I left and I came home and things had gotten really distance between me and that wife so that was over and he just left these families all over the fucking place and i'm like well why not just be the rock star guy why keep having these families like there's something that makes us want to start this thing and then you know you i couldn't go walking away like this fucking guy did or feel and even in the book he just writes this one throwaway thing of I wasn't really cut out to be a father. But you were fucking but seen... But nuts of kids, though. Yeah, all over. Fuck, man. And probably was some, um, you know, pretty fucking happening women that most people <laughs> would stay home with. Um, let's go over to... Uh, I, Tony wants to fill us in on the Spanish thing. Yeah. Tony, you're on the run of hey. show. Yeah. Great show as always, guys. Um, this is new to me that you guys, I'm on the opposite side of this. I'm Puerto Rican. And um, and I found it weird that you guys don't go to baby showers. Like, for us, it's a great celebration, you know. We have great food. We get hammered, and we're going to have a great time. All right, so it always has been that way in the Spanish community. Always. I mean, since I'm 40, since I could remember. Yeah, I never knew about this. It was always the baby shower. It's the ladies. Yeah, I mean, I can't... I don't know whether you've ever, like, walked through a mall, but when women would see, like, even, like, baby clothes, and say, oh, look, and, like, you would look back and say, I have no... You're showing me some cloth. It's tiny clothes. And we're not pregnant. There's no reason... To be stopping and freaking, all right, if you want to stop and say, isn't this baby cute? Yeah, but I don't know what to say about small shoes. All right, let's go over here to, uh, this is on the iBang. It's on uh, Justin Stangle's thread here. Uh, no one listens to me. Uh, Nick says, my nine-year-old and I got into some discussion about drug and alcohol addiction. She asked me if I was younger, did me and my friends take drugs? I froze. I know had no idea what answer to give her, and finally he just writes after going through a bunch of things in his head. I said no. <laughs> um, well, at nine years old, I would think if I was in that fucked up situation, I'd just lie and say no immediately, and then wait till they get older, and then tell them the. Truth. I think you gotta say yes at nine. Yeah. Nine's pretty fucking old these days. Is it? Yeah, nine is fairly worldly. Shit. But if someone asked you something, do you lie or tell the truth? Then you can say, look, I made a lot of mistakes when I was your age. I think it's easier to tell kids, look, I'm going to give you the perspective that I wish I would have had. I wish I didn't do that stuff at an early age or some of that stuff at an early age. <laughs> 
know. I guess it depends on the. I guess it depends on your kid. That you think the nine year old could handle it. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be with like, if you're bringing up slow kids, yeah, go ahead and lie to them if you want to, if there's special needs. But if someone asks you a straight out question, and you lie, if they ever find out about it, why should they believe you about anything? I didn't think about that. And what is wrong with saying, hey, um, you know, uh, I'm not perfect. I'm your dad, but I'm not perfect and you're not going to be perfect. And, you know, we try to bounce back from mistakes. Uh, Amy in Maryland, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, listen to this story. My brother lost his wife in childbirth. So oh he is having to raise his daughter all by himself. Fuck. Can you imagine? I mean, no. and I feel so bad for him because I know he doesn't really want to do it. But, you know, what can he do? So, No, when you say he doesn't want to do it, it's because it's over his head or he never wanted it in the first place? I think he was kind of ambivalent in the first place. And I think he, maybe like a lot of guys, thought, well, you know, my wife will... She'll kind of take the lead, and I'll just follow along and right. do some dad stuff. He never, and he had a girl too, so he never thought that he was going to be the one to do everything. And I just, he just seems really miserable. I mean, of course, it hurts. You know, it's terrible to lose his wife, but I just think he hates being a father. But he doesn't feel like he can say that because, you know, everyone's going to think he's a complete jerk. You know what I mean? So he feels. I think he feels kind of stuck. How old's the kid now? Six. Man, you know, when you th- hear about, like, losing a woman in childbirth, that sounds like cowboy days or something, you know? I know, you never think but that happens it anymore. it can happen. Yeah, every once in a while it happens, and it's a weird thing. But I feel bad, because I don't, I don't know. I don't think guys to do it alone. I mean, it's hard enough when you when you have a yeah. wife for, for guys, I think. But, you know, they don't have... It's like to have that natural instinct and the comforting. And then when you have girls, you have all the girl stuff you got to deal with. But yeah. see, here's the thing, and this is why this is one of the reasons that I'm a big fan of Louis' show is that if you look at his, and I'll just say his character, I'm not going to base him on his real life. He's just the guy who tries, and he fucking doesn't hit it all the time. He gets better at some things, but that's all you can do is give it your best. Just like with any job or anything else, you love these people that come into your life. You do the best that you possibly can, and you try to stay as honest as you can, rather than like Pepper's thing is immediately going to lying. Why not just be honest? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's a rough thing, and he hasn't met anybody new or anything, huh? He's tried, but it's it's really hard. He's done the online stuff. but yeah, Tell him not to aim fucking high. Just really that's what I told marry him. a fat girl, you know, get that going. Somebody yeah, who's lucky enough. All right, thanks. Peace. That always... Uh, I don't know why, but I find it much sadder. Like the fa- if you had to pick the father dies young or the mother dies young, I think it's better when the father. If, if you had to pick between the two, the father dying young is easier for people to kind of accept. That was always the weird thing about that Tom Hanks movie, whether he was raising that little boy at sleep, not sleepless, yeah, sleepless in Seattle. Oh, yeah. It seemed even sadder that it was the. But you're just squeaking away with that thing over there today, huh? <laughs> just. I, I'm gonna get some WD-40. 
I was, I would get off of it. No more. I'd rather have you picking your ear with your pen. That's coming up later. Uh, yeah, that's too sad though, right? That's, that's the fucking worst position to ever be in. Matt, you're on the Run of Fed show. I'm, I'm kind of on both sides, but I got a 17 year old getting ready to go to college. And I was off the rails when we had her, and it took me a couple years to get my shit straight, kind of. Uh-huh. But uh, I'd still be spinning, spinning out like a maniac at 40 years old if I didn't have her grounding me somewhat. Now how sure. you feeling, though, that she's going to be leaving soon? That's killing me. Yeah. Literally. It's, I, I think of the day that's getting shorter every day. Absolutely. But. It's the craziest thing of how much you end up not even knowing what life was like before you had those people in your life. You know what I mean? You just can't imagine it. And then they're, you know, for whatever reason, they need to, you know, move on too. They can't stay little forever. And you look back at pictures and you just go, what the hell? What just went down? So here's Matt saying he started at one spot, not doing great when he started. And here he is 17 years later. And this, you know, became your life, whatever it is. Whatever that thing that you got going. I still get out of control a couple times a month, but, uh, you know, it's not like it was. I'm a reasonable guy with a reasonable job. All right, reasonable Matt. Talk to you later, man. All right. Uh, Adam, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, when when you're talking about the men and women and how they react to things, uh, my wife... Uh, and I lost our daughter uh, in ele- you know in 2011, and um, when we went through it, she was like, you know, I mean, we were both distraught, but she couldn't do anything. I was, I had, I had to do all this stuff, and I couldn't imagine if I wasn't there what what she would have done. Wow. To take, you know, we had to take, you know, I, the the day it happened, I'm taking back, you know, presents from you know baby showers and stuff. Just getting everything out of the house, everything out, so that you know when she comes home from the hospital, nothing's there. And if you know, and if she was saying, I don't know how the hell she would have done it. And not to say that I didn't have any connection to it, I did. It was horrible, but I, you know, I just don't know how she would have been able to do it. And maybe she would have, but you know what I mean. I just think as a guy, sometimes you're able to just react and not get into the with the kid thing to be, you mm-hmm. know, to, to get into that because women instinctually are amazing. You know, like you used to, you always say, a kid falls down, a woman's the first one to run over there. Always. But, but, but during this type of thing, because they're so tied to the, to the birth and to, you know, and the, and the whole nine months thing, it's devastating. That's why a lot of women go through, you know, the post trip, you know, the stress, you know, after having the kid, the depression and stuff. You know what's weird too is like we still don't have any possible social thing on what to say or comfort uh, someone that has miscarried. Ron, it is amazing. All I tell people is just say you're sorry. Right. You don't have to get into it. And, And for a woman, I mean, I can't imagine what my wife goes through. And my wife works in an apartment complex. Everyone saw her pregnant. Right. And now she's not. So people were coming up to her congratulations and she has to say this is what happened they start crying and she's the one comforting them 
because you know because it is so awkward. You know what I mean? It's, sure. It's, I had I had a guy say to me one time because after everything happened, I lost a lot of weight. And he was like, shit, dude, you look like you lost a kid. And I started laughing because I was like, dude, you don't know how real that is. And he doesn't know. Who and that's knows. why you lost the weight, because you're so stressed out and fucking burnt Fox. from this whole thing. And then uh, this is just how socially stupid we are. So you said just, just I'm sorry. Not, oh, you're going to have more and all all those horrible things that people mean or to be they're kind. in a better place. That oh, fucking drove me crazy. So, I love you guys. Thank you, my friend. Thanks for you, uh, sharing that. You got it, man. Yeah, I don't... I don't... Man, life can be just so fucking hard sometimes, man. When you think about it, a good part of life is just like those brutal hard times broken up by some not-so-hard times. And I guess tiny, tiny bits of real happiness, if you're lucky. Moments. <laughs> That's what you shoot for in life. If you could just have that moment where you feel something that even resembles happiness. And if you took out the drinking, you wouldn't even have some of those. <laughs> you know, some of this stuff... Like, you're just like, oh, man, we danced and we had fun, but, you know, you were just all fucked up. Yeah, barely remember it anyway. But sometimes there's just times where you're feeling like you're alive and things are okay and there's no one to worry about. But it's so few and far between. Depressing, kind of, that life is just long stretches of just busting ass. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, no one's ever had it easier in the history of this planet than us. Most of the time... And that's only some of the population, I would... <laughs> and But even then, they're living better than cavemen who are going to be <laughs> drug out and stuff. But yeah, if you think of the amount of people on this planet who had to put up with starvation... Um, diseases whipping through, uh, hordes coming in and dragging away their wives and kids, just fire and dealing with nature, nature itself, with the elements, floods, whatever. And the fact that we're still, we don't seem, if you talk to most people, you won't run into people go, oh, I'm really, really happy. When most of the beings that ever would have lived on the planet would be so happy to be in your living space right now to have running water a toilet refrigeration health you know health would be probably number one the security to know that you can fucking actually lay down and sleep not say to your teenage boy you stay awake for five hours and then you wake me up and i'll stay awake for five hours and we'll make sure no one kills all of us during the night when that was like a real thing of something dragging you off into the darkness. Um, it's weird that you don't. And if you say to people, how you doing? I'm OK. I'm all right. It's going to, you know, whatever. When these people would kill to have most people who've ever lived in the history of this planet would kill to have what you have right now and yet there is something weird 
in the human spirit where we cannot appreciate things. There's something about us that you're like, you know, I saw Bono on TV and his house is bigger than mine. And it looks like he was flying private. Like I do, I find myself somewhat jealous about people who can just fly private. As if there's something awful about getting on a plane and flying across the country instead of taking a wagon train. (laughs) Could you imagine that most people who traveled across this country uh, never got the opportunity uh, to do anything like that? Uh, Here's uh, Brian. Brian in Texas. You're on my fest. Hi, Ron. Um, I just wanted to call and chime in uh, about what y'all were talking about, about not knowing what to say. Uh, My wife and I lost our son, who was born very premature, and it it really is odd. People want to be there for you. They want to comfort you. They want to say the right thing, but you're right. It gets to that point where it's so awkward that they just tiptoe around you and... They don't know what to say, and our pastor did a wonderful thing at my son's funeral. He told everyone during the service, he said, don't go up to them and tell them that God needed another angel or that uh, he was needed in heaven, because that's not how he felt, that's not how we felt, and that really would not have made us feel any better, obviously, that you know he was needed elsewhere. Um, and the thing that we really appreciated most from all of our friends during this time was uh, to check up on us three or four months after um, the funeral, because everyone's there for you at the beginning. They bring you meals. They comfort you. But as we all get on with our lives, just checking back in with us a month or two down the road, hanging out with us, talking to us about what happened was the best thing that people could do. They didn't need to say anything specific, just continue to be there and be in our lives. Um, I I thank you for sharing that with us because it's really a weird thing with people. And you think by now we would have come up with something that we've decided to do and say that we could all find acceptable. Yeah, and it's uh, we knew that they, there was no malice, there was no right, um, there there was no you know ill feeling behind those words. It's just like you said, we don't. There's, there's no script. We don't know what to say because it's such a horrible situation. Um, let's go over here. Thank you so much for sharing that, man. Here's uh, Mark in Michigan. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. I was just thinking about that. Um, I just visited a buddy of mine. He's going to Columbia. And I was so jealous of him, you know, right after high school. And it now, what, I'm 32 years old. And I just realized, I don't look at what other people have and get jealous anymore. And I don't know whether it's just going through life struggles or just seeing how much worse so many people have it in the world. But I, I'm i just kind of, I wouldn't say content, I just kind of realize I don't take for granted what I have, I guess is the best way. It seems like it's the only way you can possibly live is to have some kind of humility and appreciation for what you have. Because quite frankly, uh, working kidneys is so much more important than anything else that you could set as a career goal. You know what I mean? Like if you did not have a spine, what would you be willing to pay for it? You know what I mean? 
and it's weird what we act like. And I've done it myself of thinking when I finally get this car or this house, then I will be happy. And I've gotten dream houses before that, let's say two to three weeks in, just felt like home. It didn't feel that much different. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just like, hey, I'm home. Yeah. You know, at first, you're like, I can't believe how <laughs> happy I am. You know? And then you get used to it. And then, yeah, you just get used to it, and then you just start and bitch about, you know, the <laughs> fucking cable. <laughs> you know, it seems like, I don't know why everything happens to me. Just, I'm fucking just... It's become cursed. It becomes the same thing as the last place, right? I'm cursed. <laughs> You'll find a way to be pissed off about just about anything. Um, we got a break here. Uh, I think we're going to be announcing even a, even another unmasked. Uh, we've uh, taken all the people we are going to take for Amy Schumer. And uh, then we'll announce the next unmasked, which is also for next week. Next week, yes. We're busy. We're busy, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we come back, let's get into something that we can all agree on. Ass-shaking. Oh. Ass-shaking has taken over the world. Uh, down to the fact that it almost seems like we have amateur peelers ready to go directly to YouTube. Uh, we'll talk about that when we get back. And we'll set up where you can see some of these videos. It's the Ron Fish. And vote on them. We're going to pick a champion. Oh, I love voting. Um... So, yeah, you can't beat that. Fuck no. And uh, I believe this is true. Everyone's always excited when he stops by. Big Jay Okerson's going to be here today. Yep, he's going by. And he has cut the fingers out of his gloves, and he's ready to get serious. All right. Right back, Ron and Fez Show. The Ron and Fez Show on the Open Anthony Show. Serious XM. <laughs> You've been warned.
Ah, there's Chris Stanley's own Moby this morning. Artist of the day. Yeah. I love him. He's singing to Mr. David Bowie during that song. He wants the spiders back. Who doesn't? Uh, coming up in just a little bit, we're going to next uh, announce the next Unmasked. Uh, they're coming through here. By the way, Barca wrote back uh, to us when we were in that conversation that he absolutely loves and feels blessed that he has four kids and that he's also overwhelmed. <laughs> that's a really good point because that's fatherhood. It's this thing that you kind of love and you feel like I'm not doing all that great at it, am I? Four kids is nuts. One seems totally overwhelming. Yeah. Well, Catholics can't uh, wear a condom. Uh, Eric in Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys, how's it going? Hey. Hey. Well, I just wanted to say uh, I called him maybe you know two or three weeks ago, and it's kind of sad, but I went through the surgery. Everything's all good. Had to get my thyroid removed, but everything's all good, man. Just wanted to call and say, well, my Ron Fez shirt to surgery. You know, I loved you guys. Uh, it helped me get through uh, recovery and all. I'd listen to your show during the day. So that's why I like to think there, of guys. this show that it's healing. It yeah, really it does the work that God forgets to do, and that's heal people. We're like modern medicine. We're better yeah. than modern medicine. We're like Eastern monk medicine. People when they came in. Don't ask a bunch of questions. That's between us and him. Yeah, popcorn, right? Popcorn doesn't even understand using a mic. He speaks way... Unless he has a lavalier mic that I didn't see there. I did not supply him with that. <laughs> I have a lavalier mic on, so I'm fine. <laughs> I'm mic'd wherever I go. Got the Bluetooth. Um, all right, it's uh, time to go over... And I'm glad that you're here, Popcorn, because you are Thank the you. generation uh, whose young girls are ready to put... Uh, booty popping pictures of themselves up on the internet. All of these are from YouTube, and the name of it. Uh, well, is what exactly are we calling it, Chris? It's ten ass shaking YouTube videos. Oh, that's beautiful. So our asses are up. Ten ass shaking YouTube videos. Now, Chris, uh, you're in a relationship. Yes. Would you be comfortable? If your girlfriend put an ass-shaking video up. No, I don't want her shaking her ass on YouTube. No. So you're conservative then. Yes, I'm conservative in that sense. All right, what about you, Popcorn? I know you haven't really had any steady girlfriends yet, right? Uh, I, I've had a couple. Um, What's the longest one? Uh, a few years. Oh. Yeah. Refresh. Refresh, kid. Look at me. Refresh your computer screen. Yeah. It keeps doing it. Right. Uh, but would you be comfortable with your uh, girlfriend putting up these pictures of herself and ass-popping on the Internet? If she was my girlfriend right now? Yeah, if she was your girlfriend right now. Um, yeah, I'd probably have an issue with that, depending on the uh, how graphic the okay. ass-popping you know. Well, to me, any aspophic is going to be somewhat graphic. Yeah. But what about this? You're dating her, you're getting along great, and then she said, oh, by the way, have you had a chance to see any of my ass-popping videos? I'm an ass I've had them up for two years. Then would you have a problem? If she's 
you can't teach an old dog new tricks. So, oh, whoa. I didn't even think of that. Whoa. That's so, weird, though, though, because I have an old dog, and I, I caught a, thought of how to fetch the other day. That's incredible. I know. But you, Can you teach a new dog old tricks? Like how to whistle Yankee Doodle Dandy or something? Hmm, I don't know if they a dog can whistle. All right, let's take a look at some of these. See how you feel about it, Chris. It's grown gray boy shorts. Put booty in your face. Wow, she's a talent. Yeah, she's got moves. Now this is exactly wow, wow, wow. <laughs> All right, I've already picked my winner, number one. But there's more to go through. Uh uh-uh. I picked my winner, number one. Those uh, shards will leave much to the imagination. Tight. It's weird that you say that because my imagination could be working any harder than it is right now. <laughs> now, Bips, I'll ask you the same thing. You're a young uh, go-getter. Would Oof. what she's doing right now? Yeah. You're an ass man. I just I never knew that about you. Um, would this make you uncomfortable if this was your girlfriend? Yeah, I wouldn't want her up there shaking her ass for everyone to see. That's my ass. Can't be giving it out like that. Uh, the, Whoa. the way you're saying it, would you like to shake your ass out there? I mean, if people want to see it, let's do it. No, this, <laughs> this is the interesting thing. You take all these young guys, and they don't want their uh, woman... Uh, into this. Um, let's give her a number grade. We'll go one through ten. If you're doing this right now, we're not even seeing the others. Yeah. What are you going to give her? She gets nine. Just without seeing the other ones, nine. So you're afraid to give it a ten because there could be somebody even better. <laughs> yeah, but this right, is... That's the problem with going first, I think. Uh, what would you give her? I'm going to give her a 9.5. Okay, 9.5. Come on. What is this now, price, right? It is. Jesus Christ. Right. Price I'll, right. I'll give her a nine. Now, let's go through this. What are you guys grading on? Is it the movement itself? I'm or gra- is it the size of the ass, shape of the ass? I'm grading shape of ass, the clothes she's wearing on the ass, the actual oh. booty short. The hip gyration, very important. I can't imagine that this girl's going to lose this. And your ass papa moves. Uh, Pips, what do you give her? Definitely give her a nine. She's stunning. Nine. Nine 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 point five. She's actually got a terrific body, and it's hard to even take the focus off the ass. She's such a she's such an up and comer. She's got some moves on her. All right, I respect the nine because just to hold back in case there's someone out there who's a ten. Some like amazing shit. All right, this is up on the iBang uh, today. It it just doesn't stop. No, no, she um, she uh, sure knows how to move her ass. And we know nothing about her or what she hopes to achieve from this video. No, she just you know she's like I know how to move my ass. I'm gonna throw this on YouTube for everyone to see. No, I can't see it here from, but she's got to have ten to fifteen million views. <laughs> I mean, I seriously would rather watch that than American Idol. Yes. Maybe we need to do an American Idol, a beauty poppers. Ass Idol. All right, now let's go over here, number two. She's talking to us first. Let's hear if we can hear a little bit 
This is surprising. She's going to open it up with a monologue, it looks like. I suck at singing, so She's definitely a titty dancer. She's got the eyes for it. She's sending this to her girlfriend? Sounds like it. Oh, so she's set, all right. Yeah, she's bringing some fitty. And she's wearing what would you call these stockings? Like a fishnet? These are fishnet stockings, yeah. Definitely a bigger ass, but bigger thighs as well. Yeah. That ass has actually gotten away from her a little bit. She's lost. Oh! Oh, cheeks are doing separate things now. Impressive control. That takes practice. A much larger ass. Than the much first larger one. ass. And um, she's obviously not as good as a dancer, but the costuming is much is much. Uh, and she realizes. All you're interested in is my ass. She's booty clapping. Yeah, she is booty clapping. Now, I also say this is where it starts to get, for some people would think, a little too large. Oh, yeah, some people can be freaked out by it. Also, a lot of edits in here, a lot of quick cuts. Yeah. Now, is that Horrible. a good thing or a bad thing for you? I don't like it. I like a straight through. I want to see the whole thing. Jesus Christ! She yeah, really they're has... going to the yeah. There, she she has the control to send one cheek one way or the other. Um, that's extra points. And a beautiful face this kid has. Yeah. Um. All right, I'm gonna let Chris Stanley go first. Um. See, I don't like the editing, the ass. I don't mind it being this that much larger than the last one. It's not right. as tight. No way, no how. No, not as tight. Being able to do all the different ass cheek movements yeah. puts me off a little bit. So I, oh, you want the opposite. You yeah. don't appreciate that. No, I mean, it's impressive, but I like it all moving in one direction. So I'm giving her a 6.5. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Not appreciative of her as much as number one. So maybe that one's looking like I should have given her a 10 right now. Well. But there's plenty more to go, though. Uh, all right. What do you got for us, kid? You know, I I liked what I saw, and, mm -hmm. and and despite the shitty editing, I mean, she's got moves. Mm -hmm. I got to give her an eight. An eight, Pips up to you. Uh, it's so hard because she has such a beautiful face, but the lower half is so misshapen and doesn't go with her body. It's kind of turning me off a little bit. I'm going to give her a seven. And the weird thing is, I think if you got her on a stair step or a bike a little bit, she could blow the first one away. Tighten up. This guy got to tighten up. She's one of those people that she was blessed with so much, she doesn't feel like she has to work for it. She takes it for granted. Uh, and as far as the edits go, sorry, I'm part of the MTV uh, generation, so I appreciate it more than you. I like a long tracking shot. That's, that's I my want quick edits, <laughs> in your face, big colors. All right, these are all up on the eye bang, and um, let's go to number three. 
a Wisconsin girl. Okay, people, this is um, this is gonna be part two to part one of the booty shaking video. And for those of you who wanted to know, I'm in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, and I'm trying. So don't be mean. Um, I mean, she comes off as too much as a cam girl. I don't like the. Um, I like. I like for somebody to get in and start doing their act. Whatever you want to call it, popping, whatever. Um, let's get it in. She actually has crack showing. Bed underworks was. Yeah. No, she also has ass muscles. Uh, getting to do whatever. This ass has a mind of its own. This ass is doing things she's not aware of. I think it's drumming. <laughs> it's keeping a beat. I don't know whether you can call that drumming, but it's definitely keeping a beat. Um, all right, uh, let's uh, give her. Let's give it a stop because we can't go through every single one of these. We can't run the whole gamut. We got the idea of her, Pepper. Uh, she gets a five. Racism. No, fuck. You heard me. You're a racist. What do you got, kid? Uh, she started strong with the hot talking into the camera thing. You like, think that's hot? Yeah, I had a problem with that. That's unprofessional, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Is this a profession? No, but let's say this. If you went to see a stand-up, and um, he came out and went like this. All right, I'm about to do some stand-up for you. It's probably going to be about six minutes, and I'm definitely... Going to be doing some stuff. Yeah, that's why we're here about the airline industry. So I think you're gonna like. Don't judge me though, because it's really my first time. Um. So what do you give him? Uh, I'm gonna give her. I'm gonna give her a five for trying. All right, just for trying. Because seems she, like that's your bottom then, a five. Yeah, she she looked like she didn't know what she was doing. She was in over her head. I mean, well, she it, knew what she was doing. It's not her gig. Um, now she had precision with those ass cheeks. Here's why I got to tell you this: mm -hmm. uh, I've been alerted from our webmaster. Do not go off of this page <laughs> because there's real server juice problems right now, <laughs> oh, leading shit. to an almost crash. So keep this page on. If you go off this page, the bit will stop. We won't be able to get back in. Gotcha. Do not close out. Do not close out. Don't gotcha. you do it, Popcorn. This is Popcorn's biggest time. Uh, Pips, what'd you give her? I'm going to give her a six. Uh, her ass, that whole controlling one ass cheek and the other one, is it's very odd. I, I'm not into that. I think that you went above. They gave fives. You gave a six to prove you're not a racist. <laughs> Maybe. We know that already. You know, and this face. girl would be perfect for blackface. As she would be. He would love her. Does he have a girl in his life? Uh, no, he, he creeps girls out because he's just very big, and I think they get scared of him. So how big is he? He's huge. He's always oh, like six. He's like six four, yeah, six, six, six four. five. He's like almost yeah. Matty Ice size, but with he a crazy looks beard. Like he belongs in a lineup. That's why I wanted <laughs> to find out how tall he is to see him in the lineup. <laughs> he's got Kimbo slice beard too. Last time I saw him, and he's not a criminal, right? Not, he's just not large. At all. Yeah, just a big guy. <laughs> he's just big, not a criminal. All right, do not go off this page. Don't close out. Don't do it, popcorn. Uh, I'm not touching nothing. But you have to play the... <sighs> uh, 
the server is in real trouble right now. It's getting There's wrecked. smoke coming out of it, <laughs> and it's making odd noises. Um, what have we got? Uh, the next one here. This is number four. Yeah. And she's what do we have? She's a Ruski. All right, this is a Russian girl. These are Chris Stanley's favorite behind the Iron Curtain girls. All right, this is a very small ass. Now, maybe only compared to this. Yeah. It's like sometimes when Kobe looks small when he's standing around other people, but in real life he would be tall. She ha- she can move the ass muscle, but she has no rhythm and no fucking moves really, except the pop in the ass. She can do the ass pop. She's new to this country. <laughs> this like would be like one of our girls going to Brazil and trying to figure out how to dance down there. Never shot. I think the shorts are also a major mistake. Yeah, yeah. you can't see the cheek. Yeah. You know, it's covered up. Oh, that was a bad move. <laughs> All right, Pat, what do you give What the fuck? <laughs> this fucking crazy bitch gets like four and a half. She's just, right. she's a fucking rat. I like to take crazy bitch off <laughs> of the official stuff. What do you have for? I got to give her like a negative two. Right. Well, come, that, on. come on. Stay within the... Terms. All right, yeah, oh, she gets fuck. a one for doing it in an abandoned house, probably. <laughs> See, that's. I think some of this is Look, classism. There's, there's nothing on the walls. It's just maybe she just moved in. I don't think it's abandoned. <laughs> Pips, what do you give her? I'm gonna give her a five. She, her body's nice, and I think because the other girl says about big asses, right. Her ass is like it looks tinier. But to be honest, with her body type, she's got a good ass. I agree with Pips here. Uh, again, I think it's one of those situations. In real life, you might be like, that girl has a great ass. I'm sure the, the ass is fine. I, I'm giving her massive deductions for lack of dancing ability. Exactly. Yeah, but I also think you guys are comparing her with number two, which in real life, you haven't even seen an ass <laughs> of a human being that is there. She had a rhino ass. The giant ass. She's like a budget Kim Kardashian. I mean, her That's ass could be going ass. to sink. The way things are happening with the global warming. Uh, these are all up on the iBangs. You're going to struggle to get onto the site right now, though. It happens. Uh, so much where I can't even see any new commenters. Um, by the way, Dark Knight says, This may propel popcorn over Matty Ice, this bit here. Popcorn's getting the full credit for putting up the bit. And if, if he had, he would have been the best ever. Um, all right, what's where are we at now? Number five? Yes. The, uh, this one is my uh, sleeper. Right, what, my sleeper what, pick. What, what's the name of it? White Pants Shakes That Ass. That's a really great name. <laughs> and to go long pants is a shocker in this. Let's see. I, mean, this I, is, I this, think it'll pay off. It seems fashion forward, but it's a risk... That could go one way or another. Let's take a look. Let's see. Did 
He's just way brought up Brazil. We're into that South American vibe. Yeah, she does uh, the music is finally melodic and not, you know, shitty. Yeah. I think this is Turkish. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. Yeah. At first I thought it was South America, but once we hit the hook, we're in the Middle East. That's All right, Pep, we sing quite a bit. We're going to keep it running as you vote. Okay. Um, it's a small, tight ass. Mm -hmm. It's well-maintained, it looks like. The dancing's fantastic. Uh, I'm going to give her a seven. She's, she's, uh, it's, I'm getting an upswing here from the last two. Popcorn, what do you got? I like the music. I like the ass. I like the pants. I like the the thong preview. Mm -hmm. The whale's tail. What's Whatever. your score? What do you got for? <sighs> Struggling. Nine. Whoa, Whoa! Wow! I thought he was going to go in the opposite direction. Yeah. And he put it right up there as a nine. Damn. Pipsy. Um, I'm loving her core body. The way that she's grinding around, I, I, I'm just imagining her under me, or on top, wherever, on top of me, I should say. <laughs> You're all I'm, fucked up. I'm all fucked up. She's all got right. me in a trance. I'm giving her an eight. Okay, by the way, Pips has moved into my favorite judge. <laughs> Pips is the only one who's taking this as serious as it should be. Oh, come on. This may now be a new part of the show, because I see uh, that I have a connoisseur here, and I had no idea. Pisses that way. I'll say a couple things here. Yeah. Her problem is not round enough of an ass for an ass contest. It's wider than it is round. I also think, at the end of the day, the long pants are a defeat to this. Well, she went long pants because she doesn't have the round ass. All right, good call. You can't cover up. You can't cover up, honey. You're going to have to bring it. Uh, but it was just nice to get something a little different. Music-wise... Just to have something different. Even a little different dance, too. Like, she's yeah. just going real quick. Uh, what's the, the the title of the next one? These are all up on the iBang.com, by the way. Uh, ten asses to make you happy or something like that. Number six. White girl in polka dot panties shakes that ass. Oh, a little racism. Just calling her white girl right off. But I do like hearing the word panties from popcorn. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Panties. I hope that door is locked. Kind of almost take me from behind the, the bend and shake. All right, let's uh, have Chris give his. Oh, uh, yeah, this girl's getting eight. Eight points from you. Solid eight. 
it's bad. Yeah, yeah, racism go- plays a very big part in yours. <laughs> racism. Yeah, you're much easier on the white girl. It's That's why she put, yeah, she put that in her title. It's white to get some extra things out of Chris Stanley. Um, all right, what do you got, uh, popcorn? I'm also gonna go with an eight. The the panties, the ass. She's got the shirt up, and. It has the possibility of a blooper if somebody opens that door. Okay, good so. Good call. Uh, and Pips? There's nothing going on in this video. She, compared to the other ones, she's not moving around as much. The ass, it's the plain little jiggle. And it's kind of creepy because she looks like my girlfriend, so uh, I'm going to give her a four. Whoa! <laughs> You're giving your girlfriend a four? Yeah, wow. It weirded him out. I'm going to agree a couple things here. She didn't do her hair. The fucking song uses the term, I believe, to be booty meat, which is a turnoff. It looks like it took place in a shithouse somewhere. Again, Pips is right. He's the number one judge so far. I like the amateur feel. <laughs> you like the DYI of it all. It's gorilla. It's gorilla ass fucking shaking. Uh, there is no doubt. That Pips could go out and write for Hustler or somebody. <laughs> he could be a critic because he takes it a little more. What's the title of the next one? Sexy Dance, Ass Shake, in Just a Scarf. Okay. Um, that's a long title. Let's jump into it. I think we've got a feeling where we're going here. Sexy Dance and Just a Scarf is the name of it. Uh, what are you giving her? She's getting a nine. A nine? Yeah. Yeah. She must be Caucasian. <laughs> Popcorn, so what, what do you have? I'm drooling over here. I got to give her a one zero. A perfect ten! A perfect ten! I don't see anything wrong with this. Uh, Pips? I'm not liking this one either. It's like, she acts like it's a runway. You can't be moving back and forth and thinking that, oh, you're going to class it up. No, we just want to see the ass. Show us the ass. I'm giving her a three. What do you wow. mean, show us the Gosh. ass? The ass is there. <laughs> Whoa, popcorn. Okay. Um, now, I'm going to point out some things you guys you seem to have missed. Mm. There's been at least two vagina shots that have taken place during this. Mm-hmm. There's a tear in the front of her panties. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So when she does get close... Uh, vagina is out. She also at one point looked like she did coke off of a knife, <laughs> which I ten, appreciate. Ten, ten, ten. Um, oh, and the lace panties. Come, yeah, come on. But they're kind of old and beat looking. You I know what I mean? Like it, they look like. How long you in those drawers, honey? <laughs> I think that's just the pixels. We are screen. getting such a dip, and the fact that she. 
doesn't show her face at all makes me feel like she's a wanted felon. There's a lot going on here. And the room looks dodgy at barracks. best. <laughs> You're looking at barracks. No, it's a college dorm. You can see the one bed on the right, the other bed on the oh. left. Oh, yeah, barracks. <laughs> um, all right, what's the name of our next one? 50... <laughs> 50-inch big booty shaking machine. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? All right, 50 this... inches. Yeah. That is not even true. That's a beanbag for an ass. Right. Is she not even putting music to it? I don't know. It's up. There's a, there's must not be music to her fucking video. It's... I've never seen an ass go in so many places at the same time. It's everywhere. It's a yoga ball. It's like a trash bag full of jelly. <laughs> it's I would, now I just want to see her sit on the ass. I don't want to see how high off the ground she is. That's ridiculous. I bet her feet don't hit the floor. <laughs> it's going I, every I, fucking direction. I'm fucking amazed. I've never seen anything Jesus. like that in my life. A 50-inch ass to somebody who's the rest of her body is somewhat slim. It's a waterbed. Attached to her fucking yeah, middle of her body. Yeah, it's a waterbed if you threw a fucking bowling ball on it. And just... Because <laughs> <laughs> she's barely moving and her ass is bouncing yeah, like that. she's not even moving, it with, looks with, like. With all the kinetic energy that's being produced by her ass, she could <laughs> yeah. power New York City. I'd be willing to try it. <laughs> It's just centrifugal force. Her ass just goes powered by itself. Also, with these striped pants, an optical illusion starts to take place. <laughs> and I think I saw my old elementary school there. Uh, what do you give her? Uh, for just for the sheer size of it and yeah. throwing it out there, she gets a six. Just for just the craziness of this whole thing. It is a freak show. What do you got, Popcorn? You know... I uh, I didn't think she put much effort into it. I mean, yeah, she's got the ass, but she's barely moving. She she's not putting any energy into it. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna put any any in energy into it, if she put energy in there, somebody might die. Though, what's the what do you give her? <sighs> On ass alone, seven. Uh, Pips, my best judge. What do you got? I'm going to give her an 8, and the only reason she didn't get a 9 is because she's not actually showing the ass. But the way she's jiggling, moving, the size of the ass, it's looking good. I think if I, she showed any of the skin, it would fucking would go to take a 1. You would take points off. You would take <laughs> points off. Look at a goddamn mudslide. It's uh, Ass American Idol, or America's Idol Ass. It's up right now on the iBang. Uh, we've only got two more to do. Let's do the next one. This one is... Round ass Latina in a black thong. Finally, some nice Latina. I hope we get nice music with it. She's uh -oh. oiling. Uh oh. Shaking. 
staying right in that fucking camera. She's not running around with the two girls yeah. back. Almost grinding. Yeah. She's a pro. If you never the Olympics, she's a pro. If you've seen this act, you'd have to end up taking bills out of your pocket by now. Uh, what do you give her? This girl gets a 10. That's it. A 10? Yeah. She, she, she's got it all. You would actually even take her over number one, huh? Yeah. Well, the oil is with the fucking... It's shining. The piece that, you know, puts it over. Absolute 10. I give her a 12. You can't. I'm giving her a nine. The oil, the ass, the thong, it's great. Uh, how come you didn't go ten like your compadres? Only if the ass was bigger, she would get a ten. He is so urban. Oh, yeah. He's so red hook, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's seen bigger asses than any of us. Mm -hmm. uh, and let's go to number ten now. This is I Love Me Shake Booty. All right, I like what she's doing she's there. Or something? No, she's just doing something different with the language. <laughs> is that Patois? This your girl Star, my new twerk team, YSB, Dennis, Texas, Instagram. Mistake that open like this. The song's good. Well, we're done it for me. All right, Chris Stanley for the last vote here. Uh, I like her moves. I like the music. She'll get a six. Yeah, she can shake it. Mm -hmm. She's got the uh, I love me. She's got confidence. I'll give her a seven. Um, Pips? I'm giving her an eight. In the urban community, this would be a diamond in a rough. <laughs> you can't be this. A diamond this. in the rough. You mean with the right direction, you feel like you could get her out there? Definitely. Because her, her thighs are good. There's no cellulite. There's no cottage cheese. The ass is perfect. She, she could be a winner. All right. Let me just give you guys some updates of the voting out there. All right. Uh, number three, you guys gave your only perfect grades, and that's the round-ass Latina and a black thong. That's third with nine what? nine percent. Number two, sexy dance shaking just a scarf, as uh, almost twice as many votes, and at number one with half the votes, growing gray boy shorts puts booty in your face. Really? That was the first one that you saw all night. Wow. That has got half the votes. That's huge. Literally. And if you um, scroll down to the bottom, you can see them all at once. It's glorious. Those are nice oh, gifs. Yeah. Got the gifs. Gifs up there. <laughs> Everybody likes a gif. Uh, what time is it now? It's uh, one eighteen. Should we break? What happened to our guest? He's in the booth. How many times have I said he doesn't go directly to the booth? 
coming right in. Big Jay Okerson is here. Uh, you got some live reads to do for me? Yeah, I got some live reads. Uh, Jay's going to be at the uh, Comedy Spot in Scottsdale, Arizona this weekend, April 12th, 13th, and 14th. Go to com- thecomedyspot.net for tickets. And check out his podcast, Legion of Skanks, on iTunes and cavecomedyradio.com. Uh, he's still not here. Do we know if he's in the booth? Yeah, I was told he was in the booth. Still waiting on him. <laughs> Big J eventually coming in. He'll be at the comedyspot.net to get tickets at the comedy spot in Scottsdale, Arizona this weekend. There's Big J. Dude, how many times do I always say come directly in? I, uh, I know. I always feel weird. Bar. I saw that ass thing happening. I didn't want to be. You. To it. I know that as a gay man, you're not that into the female ass thing, but uh, too into it almost. Oh, I'd say maybe it was. It was getting weird in that booth. Are you? Are you an ass guy? Above all else? Um, no. Um, you know what? Yeah, I like asses, but I'm more of a like the big jelly asses, like yeah. just the girl with the striped pants that was shaking around. Yeah. Like that's, I find that intimidating. Well, it is frightening, mm-hmm. and I don't think most people would be even ready for that. I think, out. A, I think it's a penis size issue. Like I said before, if I see a a butt that big, I don't assume that my I don't have enough penis to get through all the cheek to find the holes, and then I feel like I'm sort of just like tit fucking their butt cheeks for a while. So you could you would feel embarrassed, like she would look back and go. I thought we were going to do something. You can't even make it through my ass. Where is yeah. it? And then I have to spread the cheeks open too far, and then their butt cracks start splitting <laughs> like chapped lips. Okay. These are, I can understand why he's coming from with this. Uh, you're heading out to Arizona, though, huh? Yeah. It's going to be nice and hot and Mexican, I'm guessing. My big Mexican fan base. <laughs> you, you do very well with the Mexicans. <laughs> and why not? Why shouldn't I? A hero of the Mexican people. You are. <laughs> What's been going on with you? It's been a while since you've been in. Yeah, not too much. Just working, traveling a little bit. I think last time I came in, I was going to, to Philly, a big exotic Philly vacation. Yeah. Well, you were telling us that you were going to make this the year that you start to really pay attention to your career and yeah. go after it. Because we caught you around the first of the year. Yeah. And you had the eye of the tiger. Oh, yeah. You were ready. Focus. Turn it, it all around. Is it still there or no? Yeah, I think so. I'm giving yeah. it a good whirl. I'm trying to... You know what it is? I uh, When I started in comedy... All the social media and all like the self doing mm-hmm. stuff like that, like really happened on me, like on my. So right. I, didn't, I didn't grow up with like Facebook and Twitter, and now they have Vine, making like, the little six minute videos or webisodes. I remember uh, how big a deal webisodes are now. I remember a few years ago I pitched a show to the Fuse Network, mm-hmm. and they go, "Well, we're not going to put it on air, but we will offer you webisodes." And I was like, "Suck dick!" And I, right. well, I well, no. now web now I. I'd, I'd suck dick four webisodes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please give me some webisodes? Somebody? And you would have been with Fuse. You yeah. need have a bunch of people showing up there. Yeah, I could have high-fived the Blink-182 guy a couple times. Mix shit up. Uh, oh, sp- speaking of Blink-182, I ran into Eastside Dave's problem guy. Oh. Uh, yeah, from saying that he was too fat the oh, other way. Yeah. When Liam said that. And he said to me, and he said it very seriously, I realize that Dave and I are always going to have beef, and I accept it. Holy shit. I'm going to let Dave know tonight, then. If, if Liam would like to 
stop in. He's more than welcome. I want him to leave a, a message for Dave, and then you can take it with you. Okay, I will. Lifetime enemies? Yeah, I think so. And I, I take it to this. There was all, In Catholic school, two nice guys would always hate each other. And they would have three fights over the school year, and they would all be with each other. They wouldn't fight with anyone else. That's how these two guys are. Really? They don't fight with anyone but each other. And there has become almost a hate they have for each other. The, the, this, after this last flare-up, I, which I wasn't even there for. I didn't even fucking realize what the it hell happened. A, it was my favorite thing I ever saw. <laughs> Is it a jealousy or just two guys don't get each other at all? We can't tell from the outside. Oh, really? I've done this with people before. I've said to people, uh, hey, you're going to love this friend of mine. I can't wait to get you guys together. And they hate each other. But every time that it happened, they were Jews. And I found out that the Jews are like Highlander. They want to be the only Jew in the non-Jew situation. There yeah, can only the be one Jew. Get out. Please Get out. Leave. Um, you will see that they want to be the guy who's controlling the Jewishness of it. Like, hey, if you need a manager, if you need an agent, obviously. <laughs> but if you go, oh, I want to introduce you to this, they end up despising each other. You're talking about like the sweater, button-down shirt type of Jew, though. Like not like I think the Hasids like to run in. Oh packs. yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're them. pack animals. Yeah, they don't hang with people. I mean, show business Jews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you find out that they're secretly like competitive, like which one of us is going to, you know, run stuff. Yeah, and and the one that runs stuff though will obnoxiously. And this happened to me. I, I'm I'm Jewish technically because my mom's Jewish. Mm -hmm. Neither of us are religious at all, but I remember. Uh, when they used to have the Laugh Factory here in New York for a short period of time, like a year or so, there was a Laugh Factory here in uh, Times uh -huh. Square. And uh, Jamie Masada, the guy who's the the uh, owner of the club, when I went up to an audition for him the first time, I don't think he even paid attention if I did well or not. When I, I mentioned that I was Jewish on stage, and when I got off stage, he goes, uh, he goes, I didn't know you were one of the tribe. Welcome to the club. Like Literally just based off that. Like, yeah. wow. And it almost annoyed me. I'm like, not... Didn't make you chuckle at all. It's yeah. just we're going on pure that we can high five at Passover. All right. So did you pass? I did. I did. I've never been in that club, but it was one of those places that they would ask you about in Times Square. It's, like, hey, yeah, and the people we that were asking, yeah, their street team, yeah, they had for going out there. It ended up becoming really bad, even when it changed names to uh, it was like Times Square Art Center Comedy Club. Mm -hmm. They had the thuggiest like gold teeth dreadlock like scary like street team ever and like they were aggressive to the point that the audience ended up being gold teeth dreadlock right. because Jesus. it's the only people you walk it's like you like you want to see a comedy show like, right. i don't know is this shit hilarious <laughs> and they bring them in and they were just that was the audience for that place so the street team there one time i got off uh i took the subway one time there and when you get off the subway they're right outside waiting with like they have a laminate with a bunch of comedians pictures on it and uh, my picture was on it, and I was in the show, and I go, uh, and the guy goes, hey, you want to come see a comedy show? And he starts pitching me uh, Dean Edwards, who's another mm -hmm. comedian, who's a very funny guy. He's like, he's like Dean Edwards was on uh, SNL and this and that. And I go, yeah, I go, how about this guy? Just pointing to, my, to myself, mm -hmm. just really breaking the tension of just being a joke, you know? Right. I'm this guy. And he barely even looks down and he just goes, ah, fuck that guy. He goes, Dean Edwards is... <laughs> like he's going on this whole rant. He goes, BET's comic for you. And, but, and I go, yeah, but I'm curious about this guy right here. He goes, man, fuck him. And I was like, all right, man, Jesus. And I eventually 
I didn't even get to do the cool like whatever walk away. It was stinging so much that I went, "That's actually me, man." He goes, "Oh man, I didn't mean it like that." And I went upstairs and told like the bartender slash manager, "I'm like, you should work on your street team. Like, they probably should be saying anybody on the laminate is uh, shitty." And he goes, "Oh man, you know how it is. Like, he's the same guy. Also, oh man, you know he didn't mean it like that." There was always a thing where they tell you that people like Louis C.K. are going to drop by. You know, sometimes they drop by. Uh, Why are you saying this in Times Square? They're to such people? worse. They used to say that Seinfeld owns Stand Up New York. Their street team used to say Seinfeld. <laughs> well, Seinfeld owns it, so he comes in all the time. <laughs> it's literally like, it's like, who's your favorite comedians? Richard Pryor and Dan Cook. <laughs> what if I were to tell you that for twenty dollars, you and four of your friends can see them tonight? All right, Liam just stopped by. Liam, I want to get How's this. How's it going, man? What's up, oh, Liam? Nice to meet you. Wow. Pleasure, oh, you guys this never met exciting. before? No, I don't nope. think so. That's so cool. Well, that's Big J. I know, I know. I'm... You're, you're, you're a fan? Uh, uh, no, I'm excited to be sitting next to him right just now. That's pretty cool. You yeah. don't even if, don't know who he is, just no, excited. I, I, know, I know who he is. I just, I don't, I've, never, I've never met him before. I don't it's think not I've so ever much Big J, before. but just comedians themselves no, that no, you're no. a fan of. No, I mean, I like comedy, sure. I don't like the the Times Square people, though. That's kind of annoying. Now, you had worked the other day because you said really something offensive to Dave. You said he was looking so. good and he lost yeah. weight. <laughs> I said and he took that? that the wrong way. Why would you say he that? got I... mad because the guy said, hey, you look like you've lost some weight. Yeah, Dave have was you ever furious. had that happen to you where you compliment someone to take it the wrong way? You looked really awful before. Yeah, that's the way he yeah. took it. And as we're riding so down, up. he's saying you tried to fuck it up with him and women that he didn't know nah. <laughs> by saying that he was a fat pig before. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think he was just being a dick. I mean, I'm just going to come right out and say Whoa. it. It's, you guys, this is going on for years. I thought we buried it. I gave him I gave him some presents. I came in for but a special delivery it? show. I I just thought he was he was annoying. I he's just like when I first met him, I was just like, "Why why are you so in my face and annoying?" And then I got to appreciate him, and I guess he he didn't he didn't like that I so you said to me today, I started it. You you think this is one of those things that it just never, never go. No, no, it's never going to be friendship. I don't, th I don't think so. I, th I mean, we got high, the Irish blood is just is just maybe steaming. one of those things. It's just steaming. They're both kind of mix, and there can only be one. They're very. Who's mixed. your favorite Irish guy? <laughs> right, exactly. Is it right. me or him? Well, it's got to be. I mean, my favorite Irish guy is Eastside Dave. That's the sad part of it yeah. all. he's my favorite. Here's another problem you guys have. Jersey, Long Island. Long Island, yeah. They hate each other. Right. I'm Billy Joel. Yeah. He's, and he's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, he's Springsteen. There's weird things like that. New Jersey and, and Long Island hate each other to see who New York City's favorite girlfriend is. They both <laughs> want to be New York City's girlfriend. We're all bridge and tunnel. We're all bridge and tunnel. Yeah. Except fuck them. And who is in your? I'm Long Island. He's Long Island. Yeah. You're Long he's Island. the piano Represent. man. Represent. What are you going to do? That's him. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you guys should scrap at a Billy Joel or Bruce Springsteen concert. <laughs> well, I don't think Billy Joel and Bruce Springsteen. I think they glare at each other. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, and they're just like, don't fucking start your shit. Yeah, and I don't know if any of them get along with Bon Jovi. He's just... Mm. And no one should get along with Bon Jovi. Agreed. Richie Joe, Sambor couldn't get along with Bon Jovi, apparently. They, yeah, he, he went off the tour. Well, Bon Jovi <laughs> is doing problems. rock and roll and wearing a turtleneck. It's mm. unreal. And... I think only Art Garfunkel has even <laughs> attempted that before. He's become such an old woman, <laughs> yeah. Bon Jovi. I, I literally I saw the uh, on VH1 Classics played the uh, Wanted Dead or Alive video, mm -hmm. <laughs> and sometimes uh, once in a while you got to go back and go like, oh yeah, this guy was like a rock star. Yeah. I, oh, I had yeah. a door sized poster of John Bon Jovi when I was a kid. Oh shit! Uh, like a, I thought he was the coolest like rock star, and now they literally are. 
adult content. They're, they're Coldplay. Yeah, but he's yeah. always been selling to moms, right? Or no? Well, I mean, those moms were younger. I mean, he he broke when he was like 21 or 22. Right. So he had like the young hair girls in like the mid early 80s. I can't picture a Bon Jovi. I wouldn't look look at you and say Bon Jovi fan. Well, I, was like, I was bon like 8 fan. to 12. But oh, okay. he loved, you know, Wanted Dead or Alive because that song was how hard it was to be Bon Jovi. I mean, he's out there <laughs> tough. touring and he's exhausted yeah. and he's seen a million faces and he rocked them, rocked all. them all. I mean, I just rocked them. Yeah, you know? one of them. Do you think he gets upset that he still has to play that song? I think he should say, I've seen a million faces and I rocked some of them. I didn't win <laughs> I didn't get everybody, I but I rocked faces. as many as I could. I rocked about 500,000 back in 85. <laughs> yeah. Because Bruce doesn't have to play certain songs. He's got so many that he's has to he's play. He's got to he play to Run. Yeah. I, you, every show you think he plays Born to Run? When we had him up uh, at the Apollo. Apollo, yeah. Everybody was crazy because and happy. They said, this is historic. This is the first time he never played Born to Run. No way. Since, like, 1975. Really? And people were like, fuck? you realize what a historic show this is? No way. He didn't play Born to Run. And they were high-fiving on a song that he didn't play. Wow. Oh, wow. I was, I was <laughs> well, I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Sure. I saw this. I was here for it. I was in the balcony no. worried. When am I going to be able to take a piss now? <laughs> <laughs> or a seven-minute shit. Yeah. I never it, liked the uh, Bruce Springsteen no. classics. I like all the weird... I'm like... I'm on fire. Songs yeah. like that. Mm. I like when he got some uh, of the weird '80s stuff, like when he kind yeah, of like pop. Tunnel of Love. Yeah, totally. Great tune. See, I you, like this. Yeah, this you is, guys are. We got yeah. some of the music and taste. That's good. You're turning him against Dave. No, and that's happening. No, where's he at? I'll punch that Irish. Wow. Oh, no, this yeah, is, he is. This wow. Dave. That used do. to be fat Irish motherfucker. <laughs> 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 he used to be gigantic, apparently. According to Liam, according to me, he was a big guy. You know what's hilarious though? If I've actively tried to lose weight. And someone goes, man, you lost a lot of weight, you look good. I do take it as a compliment. When I know I'm doing nothing, and it's just because I'm wearing, like, a too tight of a shirt, right. mm-hmm. people go, are you slimming out? And then I do get that thing. It's like, what are you trying to say? Because wow. you can see okay. my titties more pronounced. This is wow. weird that a lot of guys that have stomach cancer have people go, you look terrific. Oh. And they just want to go, you know what? It's the stomach cancer. That's <laughs> Thanks what for bringing it up. This is what's wrong with us. Can't eat. In this society. I can't hold food down, <laughs> and I'm shitting quarts of blood. I'm filled with radiation. Liam, I didn't notice. You haven't come in and done radio. For, uh, no. You're too busy? No, they, 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 well, a guy in our department left, and so uh, they didn't hire anybody else to cover his channels, and it's like 15 other music channels, so I've been doing that. So, yeah, you I don't. You still should do some radio. I don't though. get, I don't get any, don't get a chance to come by. I, I get to listen to you guys on demand, though. On demand's the best thing ever. Mm, it's great. Yeah, I don't get to listen live, but. Catch show I should just do on-demand shows and not bother with this <laughs> filling up time in the middle of the day. <laughs> it's always there on demand. Yeah, dem- I demand to hear it. I like the on-demand. Yeah, I got the uh, app. Serious app the other day. Yeah, that nice. was great. That on-demand is great. Yeah, it's really good. It keeps me company during my video gaming on Sunday nights. Are you video game? Sunday nights, yeah. That's my only time I get to like sit and relax. What are you video? What are you playing? Right now, God of War, the new God of War. Oh, cool. But that's the only like adventure game I ever play. Like I'm, I just play NBA and I I'm break consta- my own heart. I'm constantly NBA right now. Yeah, yeah. I 2K? mean, like, I've yeah, I've actually turned off the game that I'm watching because uh, I can just start. <laughs> Got to like, get into it. Holy shit, am I good? Really? <laughs> I sucked at sports and I suck at sports games. I can only play like the Super Mario Karts. And so stuff you like need that. to know the theory of the game before you can play. I guess so. I that's easy to get a girlfriend to agree to play video games if you play Mario oh, Kart. Oh my god! Stuff yeah, like yeah my wife and I'll play it. Mortal Kombat. Do you smoke a joint first though? No, we get drunk. We get drunk okay. with the Mario Kart. 
Absolutely. You're very, you're still very new to marriage, right? About a year and a half in, but still very much in love. Very much, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, totally, yeah. Because I saw you one day on First Avenue, mm -hmm. coming out of a Bed Bath and Beyond with a big bag. <laughs> and I'm like holding hands and skipping yeah, down the street. Yeah, with a big bag out of Bed Bath and Beyond. That's I was right. across the street. He's one of those guys that ruins it for everybody else. Yeah, sorry. Like about Liam that. likes yeah. to go with his wife. Right, Dude, we hold hands in a shop for alarm clock. Good for yeah. them. <laughs> now, now I take her. I take her record shopping. That's my new thing. I take her. I, she, she goes plays with like she checks out the uh, t-shirts and stuff while I go digging through the bins. It's nice. It's and see, Chris Stanley's chick comes over to his house, and he's just laying on a bare mattress. <laughs> and Hi, baby. And beer cans everywhere. There's <laughs> urine in the sink. And, you know... Scarf around your waist <laughs> while you're doing an ass dance. You're right. I gotta change. You're right. I yeah, know it. Empty out some of these cigarette fucking ashtrays. <laughs> Look, I'm not my dad. I'm just in a bad place right now. I mentioned to Pepper yesterday that Zietz is still going around telling people that he pees in his kitchen sink. And I think that that's fucked up. I mean, it was like a one-time thing. Who pee? I, I, I used to pee in my, my fuck. I used to piss in the fucking sink. If you sink. had to. If it's I had clutch. to. Clutch. Clutch uh, move. The, I also got that from Dave. Pissed even when he has dishes. Oh, he no. Pisses no. Yeah. Oh. I take Remember it. when he lived in Brooklyn? Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. And he told us he would piss on the dishes. What? Because they were going to be washed anyway. Oh, my God. Was he washing with fire? What's going to make that go away? That's <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. See, he thinks Dave's disgusting. Oh, yeah, it's a serious a filthy beef. pig. That's yeah. pretty gross. But your big problem was Dave drank his own urine that time. You couldn't let go of it? No, I thought. No, I was you, fine with that. Jim Jeffries was the same. Remember, Jim Jeffries was obsessed with. He freaked out over that it. Dave drank his own urine. So gross. Just couldn't. You, you think it's gross? Uh, so gross. So gross. But I heard boxers comedic. do it, but huh? no, I heard boxers do it because they think there's vitamins in there. Mm -hmm. But just, just go to Stop and Shop. They got vitamins there too. I've seen Paulo on the air drink his own piss, <laughs> and the worst thing is that it was cloudy. Oh and no. Like he, oh. like it looked like there was chunks of something. Like he's oh, not a healthy oh, guy. <laughs> and I'm like, dark? I think, yeah, oh, it was dark. yeah, it was, yeah. I don't know what it was. No, it was floating. So I don't know what like a a gel, almost like a bubble tea. What you would see in a bubble tea. Fuck. He's a tapiocas. Yeah, got tapiocas. So Liam, you're a no sports guy, right? Uh, I played JV volleyball in high school. Yeah, no sports. <laughs> there was no sports for you. And you, he only recently had never saw a Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I life. didn't know it was on Sundays. And they sent me there. I didn't know that everybody else watched. But they sent me to cover it for some reason. I have no yeah. idea. So he actually said, hey, is the Super Bowl always on a Sunday? Yeah, I did. In a or meeting. was it just this year? In a meeting with all the bosses here. I was like, hey, so when is it? Is it on a sun Saturday or a Sunday? And everybody looked at me. You never, but you're actually not familiar with the term Super Bowl Sunday? No, I missed that. I mean, I, I, when, they, when someone said it, I was like, oh, I guess I've heard that before. But it didn't For it didn't you, it was like, it was like I almost... Wings. Like somebody else's, ho like a Jewish holiday to you. You're yeah, like, oh yeah, I've like, heard of I've it before, it. but don't know what you Other do there. Other people celebrate it. Yeah. I heard there's wings. That's cool. Mm, some sliders. A little beer. What are you going to do when you become a dad? I, I, mm, you, you need to... You need to do that. You ain't gonna play ball with your kids. Well, I'm pretty pretty like you play catch. You play catch. Yeah, you better have a daughter. Yeah? Yeah. What are you going to do if you have a son? Play catch. I could play catch. I could throw around a baseball. You watch baseball, though? I mean, I know about it. Holy shit. There's a World Series. There's seven games if they need it. How right? many innings is there in a game? Nine. In, <laughs> nine okay. innings. Okay. There's a, a bottom and a top. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> World some, Series is always on a Sunday. You get uh, <laughs> all seven games. All seven games. You get a, you get uh, three strikes and four balls. All right. That's that's all. That's all I know. I, I was a basketball kid. I watched the Knicks back in like the late '90s. Patrick Ewing and like John Starks. That was my that was Patrick. my jam. But I'm not gonna have a black kid, so I'm not. I don't. White kids play. They do. Um, but you know, if you're a Knicks fan, now is the time. Ugh. Is, the Knicks oh, yeah, are yeah. crushing. Yeah. yeah, I heard Anthony uh, is is just killing it. Number one jersey in the country sold over LeBron James. That's what I heard this morning. Yeah, I hope his shin pops out of his knee skin. <laughs> twice they, twice oh, did you watch that? Did you watch that video? Wear. That was yeah. disgusting. Yes, and I'm wishing it on Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> wow, I'm sick of New Wait, York's happiness. Really? Since I've lived here. Wait, come on. I mean, hockey, we suck. Half of our baseball teams suck. No one cares about hockey. Football, I'm with you on that can, one. Mm. Me and you can make finger sandwiches for the fellas while people watch hockey. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> see, but my wife's a diehard hockey fan, so yeah. um, that's what, that's all that plays in the house. She's from Canada? She's from Buffalo. Long Island. No, oh, she's from Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Sabres? Buffalo Sabres, worst team. Oh, my hockey. God. We cheer for them. I, I cheer for the under second worst team. I wish I liked baseball and hockey. I'd have a better... Like uh, sports life, sure. like, like, like the Flyers and the, the Phillies have been doing good again. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, but I'm Sixers and Eagles who are just Suck. two like perennial letdowns. And you can't even sit around and look at a guy like Melo and go, "Hey, this is fun just to watch a guy." On this kind of a run and just feeling so yeah. I see Jason Kidd out there still killing the it. Knicks have been really terrible for a long time. Yeah. I hope he gets beat up every wow, game. I hope he makes somebody angry enough to get beat up. Be no, racist. I can't. I mean, you know, I, I Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony very specifically, I think is a, a just a terrible dude. Like I think he just he's he's all. But, uh, but I put that out of my mind when I'm when the guy's on the court. I don't give a fuck. Well, I, I lived really, with Iverson for years. Iverson yeah, was Iverson, a terrific dude, but and, I and I, he was a blast to watch play. He yeah. was just terrific but to watch. They play. said the same thing about Spreewell, and he was still great too. Everybody yeah. hated that guy. He chokes his coach, and they came to the Knicks. And he was great. awesome. Yeah, but Carmelo Anthony just that that the sucker punch yeah. uh, a couple years ago to the guy on the Knicks mm-hmm. was just ridiculous. The way he, I don't know. I just thought I've never liked. He's a very easy to hate character in sports. See, the thing is, with a soccer punch, I've never punched anyone any other way. That's the only thing. Blindside? Oh, yeah, if, if everyone's ready, we're not fighting now. We're fighting when you're not ready for this. The dry gulch? Yes, the that's when it starts. Dry yeah, the dry gulch. Huh? Dry gulch. I know a thing. Come on. Let's go out in the backyard. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Such an underrated flick. Oh, it's a great town that we live in here. Fancy be a- talk for a whore. <laughs> You don't turn around. It's behind or from the side. No other way. It's my house, my rules. It's really one of the best things De Niro's ever done. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Dwight. That was the character. Dwight. Yeah. Fantastic. And that's why when people make fun of that little Leo DiCaprio, that kid's been a great actor since he was a fucking little kid, man. Yeah. Hey, so now he does the same movie over and over again, right? He just plays like a plantation owner or a plantation owner that flies a plane or a what I didn't know what he played. I only about? saw him play one plantation owner. <laughs> just Jack. I just feel like it's always he's always that kind of like classic dude from like the twenties or thirties. Like he's always got that. Like in the departed. When he was a Boston cop. Okay, I don't know what that movie is. Um. So <laughs> You never saw The Departed? No. We, we, Dropkick Murphy's soundtrack? Like, I love Dropkick Murphy's, but I, I I didn't need to see the Dropkick Murphy's movie. Oh, I'll listen enough. to the album. <laughs> I like The Doors. I watched The Doors movie. I love The Doors. Did you watch The Doors movie? I don't know what that is. You don't know what The Doors movie is? No, what is that? You've never even heard of The Doors movie? No. That, I'm being dead serious. It's actually, I think it's just called The Doors, right? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Who's You've never the, who, seen it? 
Wait. Who plays Morrison? Yeah. Who Val would Kilmer. you pick? Oh, I can't. Never mind. Oh, Val sorry, Kilmer. I didn't God even hear. It. I honestly yeah. didn't hear it though. Uh, it's Val Kilmer. <laughs> oh, I could see and that. Top Gun. I could see that. <laughs> He's Batman, awesome. right? Wait, he Ice was Batman. Batman. <laughs> they had Batman as. Well, he wasn't Mr. Batman Mojo yet. Rising? Yeah, he wasn't Batman yet. He, oh, this is before. He's actually a pretty good uh, Vam, uh, Jim Morrison. Fantastic! Yeah, yeah he's yeah. great. Okay. Apparently, the story is completely fictitious and wrong. The uh, movie, but it's well, they great. just took every lyric and tried to make him say it. <laughs> hey, come on, guys! We've got to practice. We've got to break on through <laughs> to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of. Try help you. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it just goes on like. Oh, look at you. You're riding like a crawling king snake, aren't you? Yeah, you're, you're forcing this now. I'm the lizard king. I can do anything. <laughs> and this right. was a big movie? Yeah, it was huge. Yeah, it was Oliver big. Stone. Yeah. yeah, Oliver Stone. Oh, Ollie Stone. That's cool. We should st- seriously eat peyote and watch it. Yeah. Liam, you're going to be one of the guys, and eventually I think you're going to be friends with Dave again. No, because of what just happened right here. I mean, I, I'm sure some listeners recall the fights that we've had, and it always comes back to the fact that I know nothing about movies or TV, and he flips out. He gets really angry about he's it. He's really mad. Yeah, he's very mad. He's mad that I've met Quentin Tarantino four or five times and have still not seen any of his movies. I, I know what they are. I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen a Quentin Tarantino movie. And he Dave, Dave gets obsessed. flips out. Like, I'll get a text from Dave, like, sometimes, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and it'll just be like... He'll tell me what movie he has on right, right. now. And he gets He's like, up. I'm on my fourth Kubrick. He's obsessed, yeah. You know, he gets really happy. Big movie guy. He gets whacked and then just watches movie after movie after movie. I, right. n- I don't know movies at all. No, you just never watched gaping, them? Gaping hole in my references. And though. TV also? TV, I'm okay. But TV, I grew up watching like Happy Days and Taxi, so, so we can talk up, about that. So no movies or TV shows, no sports. Music. I, I, was, I was pretty good with music, and I was okay with TV, but no, I'm not too good. Yeah. You know who I'm figuring out I don't that know you what are? I was doing. Yeah. You're Fez. <laughs> You're the exact I don't same know. thing talking. as Fez. I'm talking. I've been talking this whole time. Okay, there's a difference. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> Maybe Dexter? Maybe he's kind of like Dexter. Yeah. Just like an internal social. I can see him Could killing be. somebody. Yeah, I, I might kill someone. But then, didn't don't you have a weird thing like drum corps or bagpipes I'm or something? Piper, yeah. Yeah, I'm a bagpiper. Really? I, I did, play yeah, us, I played right? a lot of music. Yeah, I played. I played bagpipes, guitar. Guitar, violin, like I played a lot of music. So oh, nice. maybe you don't listen it to it. No, I listened to it. I just, it, I guess maybe that's what I was doing. I was trying to, when he said it, I was like, what did I fucking uh, do for 18 years? Let's but, do this. You're taking a car trip, right? Yeah. And your chick says, bring some music you want to listen to on the way. Yeah. What do you definitely have to have for that car trip? Uh, Bagpipe concerto and not, see. No. That'd be weird. No, we just... Uh, see, right now I'm listening to a lot of a lot of the, the pop stuff. I'm listening to, like, the new Fun album. I'm listening to some Mumford & Sons. A lot of current-based stuff. I don't, I don't think that there's a ton of classic stuff that I need to have. So you just like what you're hearing on the radio now? Some of that, yeah. I mean... This oh, is what go. you hey, need to listen to. There it is. Um, yeah, I, I like what I'm hearing right now. I like the Black Keys. My wife's not a huge Black Keys fan, so I keep that toned down. You sing along with this while you're driving? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we'll both sing. Just did a road trip this past weekend. Where'd you guys go? uh, Blue Ridge Mountains in the middle of Virginia. Nice. Didn't have cell service for the first time in a very long time. It was really weird. though, right? No, not at all. You felt like you were going to get killed out there and not be able... Yeah, Yeah, I was looking for lead to face. It's fine. It's very weird because you know how people are afraid of like New York City and they're like, I don't know. That's what they were saying there. And yet sometimes you'll go out in the sticks and you're like, I don't know. No, I freaked out. It's kind of weird out here. There are spots where there's no light. Yeah, there's no light. Like, what do you do when there's no light? 
It's dark. There's woods. What? what? Starts and fires. Not my deal. That's weird. I used to have a uh, my girlfriend back when I was living in Philly. Uh -huh. She would uh, when we were younger. She would sneak out of her house at night to come meet me, and she lived like just off the main road. But it was like a, a weird dirt road that let's see her family like a ranch. But they lived in like a double wide trailer in the woods. Essentially, it was like a clearing in the woods, but. It was surrounded by woods. Mm. And she would run at like 2 in the morning, just run through. little tiny five-foot girl would come running through the woods and wait in the woods for me to come to the meeting what? spot and blink her with my uh, <laughs> <What>? headlights. <laughs> and then she would run out of the woods. And I'm like, man, if anything's ever going to make you feel confident about your dick, it's that. Because I would no chance in hell run through woods right. to go fuck her. There was not a chance. I was yeah, my stomach, when he was describing it, my stomach turned. And what, like, what area was this? Where was this at? That was when I moved to South Jersey. Right yeah. outside of Philly, Blackwood, New Jersey. And she used to come running out. It was so weird. She did like avoid a dog that would bark and then just run through <laughs> a, easily Ballsy. a quarter mile of woods Ballsy. alone at two in the morning. Now, here's in a the Charlotte weird thing. starter jacket. Let's say if you're out in the country, right? And this is the weirdest thing. And if you see you're like two o'clock in the morning and there's another person like walking towards you, you're like, this is crazy. I could be killed. But when you're in New York City, and it's 2 o'clock in the morning, and you're in a block where there's no one. You're like, what the fuck? Exactly. Oh, yeah. I need people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the exact opposite. No people means you could be killed in New York. And people is safety. And then if you're in the country, people means you could be killed. Yeah. It's weird. You'd rather be like, you'd rather have the, the assurance that you're absolutely alone when yeah. you're like in a secluded place. Like, there's no one floating around. Like, if there was a knock on the door, if you were camping in the middle of the woods and there was a knock on the cabin door, no. like you'd, you'd lose not, your shit. And okay. I think that's why people who live out in the country want their guns, because there's a lot of chance to be paranoid out yeah. there. They should You're have just them. like, what the fuck is that? Is yeah. that did someone step on something? I'll fucking start <laughs> blasting. Did someone <laughs> break a twig? I'll fucking kill everybody. Yeah. Did someone set off a trap? <laughs> you <laughs> can't live trap? like that. I don't like Knowing it. that there's other humans that I might come up. No, I grew you know, in Philly, I grew up like row homes. Right. Even though you had your yeah. own place. I mean, I grew up in apartments mainly, but even they were like just very connected. You share, you share a roof. Everybody shares the same roof. Yeah. Yeah. And I was still afraid of my basement. Were you? Terrified of it. Until I found out I could go down there and uh, masturbate and no one would bother me. <laughs> I would hear someone coming down 18 steps before I, before I have to worry about hiking that my creek, pants back up. The embarrassment yeah. of the creek. Yeah. Uh, I've been caught by the worst people always. <laughs> My Japanese immigrant friend when I was a kid thought he left in the morning. Turns out he came back up to grab his bag and I was going full throttle. Didn't so you must have gave it 30 seconds before you pulled your dick out. Like your friend leaves and then you pull your dick out and start jerking. He's like, oh, I forgot my bag. And you not was even, right back Not going. even that good. No, he went downstairs, I guess, and got some orange juice. and whatever. It was my grandmom's house and she was gone. Uh, for the day, you jerked off in your grandma's house. Well, I, I kind of lived there. See, that's Davish. My grandfather okay. always bring it back to it, huh? My grandfather has still to this day. I mean, he passed away, but he has a collection of VHS. He was a VHS guy, very big sure. movie guy, and um, but the only thing he had that was any kind of pornographic was Playboy videos, which <laughs> were the worst. Yeah. No sex, just no sex, just but big beef, and it was, yeah. it was it was enough for me at the time, definitely. And uh, so I popped that in and started going, and then he came up, and oh. I was already in mid. And actually, he was hilarious in his Japanese accent. All he said was, we locked eyes, and he goes, jerking off. <laughs> and then just grabbed his bag and left. <laughs> we never discussed it again. He goes, jerking off. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Best possible people. He became a crazy religious nut and sent me a, a repent comic book you, anonymously in the mail once. You yeah. know that that that's happened. Like, Lynn Sanity is all caught up into that. Yeah. He is like the born again. Yeah. They all just want to become white Baptists. Him and Tebow were hanging out or whatever when they were both in New York. They were like, oh, yeah, we love God. <laughs> and then they, 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 seen... they moved here to like become Japanese Protestants. That's my buddy. That's yeah. they, they moved to America to find that place to practice that religion. Weird. Yeah, very weird. And I jerked off in front of him. <laughs> you seen the mind, though, on him. So. You actually came on him. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. He actually, when he got crazy, he, he sent a, a letter to my uh, to my mom and my grandma with these weird like confessions that were not a big deal. It was like. One time we took, like, we stole, like, we thought we were drinking, like, alcohol. It was, like, cooking sherry. He's like, but he admitted to that. And he says all these things, like, and we used to sneak out of the house. And then, and then he, my little brother was, like, a baby almost at the time. And then he confesses. He goes, uh, he goes, yeah, and I want you to know, you know, all the time that we spent, uh, you know, with Bobby when he was a baby. He goes, I never had any, like, impure thoughts or did anything. Just like, uh, just like, so, so he covered thing, his ass on the file for up when Jesus. it was like, I don't think my mom was reading any of that and being like, well, I wonder if he fingered my kid. Like, wow. yeah, he did. <laughs> but he says he did. Yeah, why would you go? Just so you know, in case you were wondering. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure. I never fingered Covering your kid. Covering all my bases. <laughs> yeah. I did steal cooking sherry. Never fingered your kid. Uh, wow. Big J. Okerson is going to be uh, at the comedy spot in Scottsdale. He liked all the Christians come out and see him this weekend, 12th, 13th, and 14th. That's the comedy spot. Dot net. Also, you can listen to him and his podcast, Legion of Skanks, at cavecomedyradio.com. Is this one of the things where you have the other podcasters on and you guys talk to each other? No. Because everyone has a podcast now, yeah. and my guest is going to be the other podcasters. No. We just try to, like, it's just me and my two buddies, who uh, Louis Gomez, who was hosting the Riotcast show you yeah, went to, I think. Yeah, he was great. Um, and my buddy it up? Yes. Okay. And my buddy Dave Smith. And we just go, we just have like, the three of us together just have a lot of like ridiculous stories. And that's uh -huh. the, you know, and we, uh, so we just kind of recount those. And we'll bring in like a comic from time to time. To I might those. be doing a podcast with Liam. Oh, just boy. me and him. Oh. It could be fun. Yeah. Talk about whatever you want. Yeah, I like to talk shopping. I like to talk Bed talk Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Deals. Things yeah. to do instead of watch football. Yeah. East Side Dave Hatred. Yeah, we can talk oh. about East Side Dave. <laughs> Oh. You can bring him in here. I'll go. We'll. I'll, and I'll, we. He and I. I'll talk it out with him. We could work it out someday if you ever want to. Oh, you want to work down. it out? That was the, the, the I'll work first, it out. The first reaction. Yeah. Goes, well, I'll go. Throw yeah. hands. Like, oh, we're gonna fuck. Well, no, well, I'll, I'll, I'll set a fucking. He's looking up. fit. I can't. I can't. I can't touch that again. He'll take I, me. I'm um, going to tell people something that may fucking surprise people, but it's absolutely true. Dave's an athlete. Yeah, he is. Dave is an athlete. And most people don't get that about him. His energy level is through the roof, too. He's also incredibly fast. Yeah, he is. I saw him run down Paul McCartney one time right. from three blocks <laughs> away. It was scary how fast he was. Yeah, I had to stop him from running down Jessica Simpson one time. <laughs> um, Have you guys had major actual blow-ups, like real like screaming? Yeah, they were going to go with... Uh, yeah, once or twice. We've we, Usually it's just the brush-ups and the little flare-ups here and there. But there was one or two times where we really went at it, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's bad. Usually on his own radio show. 
Have you ever been friends external from like the radio? No. You've never like hung out? No, I mean, there's been good times. Like, I came in once or twice and, and sat in and helped out with the show, and I brought him some presents, and we were all happy, and then it just turns around. It's just something, ha- like, there's just, I mean, you said it the other day, for some reason, there's just no way to build that bridge. <laughs> he was glaring at you with hate. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> and that was so funny to me. I'm like, what happened? He said, he's fucking sitting there saying yeah, in front always. of people that I lost weight. <laughs> and I, I was <laughs> on the ground laughing. I was so happy. I was so happy to see this terrible thing happening. <laughs> Would you say that Dave had an overreaction uh, who, because Always. whatever happens between those two guys, yeah, they've some had people this beef for so long. I don't know what it is. That's what I'm saying though. But like, it's actually the comment itself was not really. I could say anything. Uh, the point is, I can say. Yeah, anything. it doesn't matter what. I could say anything. But aren't there matter. people that you meet that you feel like it's almost like a past life thing where you're like, me and this dude don't get along. Yeah, that's how these two are. Yeah, that's how it is. I never have that. I don't. I won't get along with them. I guess that is true. But it's usually, I see a lot of drunk people doing comedy. Mm. So like, there's people like that. But there's a, plenty of people. I've met my life where right away I go, I think I'm a good judge of, like, this is not a good dude. Well, remember when Slayton came in and you guys, yeah. all of a sudden you both were, like, the shoulders went up and you're like, what is oh. this? Just a weird back and forth of that guy yeah. my whole career. He's just like, and, and by the way, since then and even a little bit before then, he's very, like, uh, very nice when I see him now. But, I mean, it spent the, the first time it was very, very bizarre. I'll tell you, that, the first thing whenever was I opened for him and... West Palm Improv, and he uh, he kept cutting my time opening for him every day, and I was like, "Am I not doing good or something?" And the manager was like, "No, you're doing too good." That's what he uh. does. He starts cutting your time out. So I was like, "All right." And then he just like was weird at me in Montreal, and the whole Patrice thing, and then the listeners threatened to kill him. So do you avoid him on show dates and stuff like that now? Or I don't really see him. I'd mean, I only see him like at a festival or something, right. really, or a, a a very by chance. Double booked radio appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a coincidence. I thought that you were giving me. I owed you money. What's up? They're going like this. No, no, why no? You're rubbing your fingers and your thumb over, and I'm like, what is, is this? A new radio? No, he wants you to start a fire. It's, oh, it's, no, no, it's, it's start a fire. Yeah, <laughs> start a fire. Uh, we're going to announce the next unmasked, or we don't have time to do that today. Ooh. We don't know where we're going. There's so many of them. The last one what we announced went so quick. The Amy Schumer. It's just taken off for her right her. now. It happened? You did already did the other match? Oh, no, we haven't done it yet, but as soon as we said well, we got to make sure everyone's just like, please. Unreal. Please. I was getting emails. I was like, God damn it. Can I just, is this, it's, I know I'm late, but I'm like, yeah, things are ready to happen for her. Oh, do yeah, you think that's her. because she's such a talented comic, or do you think that the people that listen to the, the show just want to be in the same room with a I very attractive a female? I think it's helpful. Okay. I think she's it's helpful very to be uh, a draw for that. Yeah. I did her new uh, show. I did a sketch. Yeah, how was it? It's good. That's it's what she said to promote, and I guess it's yeah, going to yeah. be on soon. Yeah, it starts the end of this month, I think. Yeah, Are you all fun. excited for it to see yourself in it? Like, oh, I'm doing sketch comedy on Comedy Central. No. No, you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> beaten down. Yeah. Beaten down by this business already. Um, no, but it's funny. It is funny, definitely. And Amy's great. She's, it's going to be, a, I think the show will be successful. It's tough, man. It seems like Comedy Central is really... Uh, shitting out the same thing over and over again so it's like you just have to be the best at that with the 4000 sketch shows all with the name of the person who's a sketch show you know what i mean like there's no yeah they're either i was saying that when i watched uh, i saw a commercial for marin's show coming out yeah and i love mark and it's, it's just called like marin it's like whatever the originality of like naming a show or any phone at least like uh you know jim jeffries is like legit you know he's right. got a, 
a name of a show, but everything's like Marin, Louis. Like everything's just like the name of the person. Like there's no originality. Like if you go back to the time, like Cleghorn and Sue Costello and all these like shows where it's like the it's a real ball sacky thing to do that. Jamie but Kennedy. I guess I guess that means that you're in though. Like they can't get rid of you. Like if you name your show Seinfeld, yeah. and you're Seinfeld, right. if the show's a hit, you can go. I might be leaving, yeah. and that means you have no show. But if the show's called Upper West Sides, <laughs> they might be able to get rid of like yeah. one of the friends. Right. I don't know if we need that many friends. Yeah. But when it's Seinfeld, you got to keep Seinfeld. How about the balls to the wall if they just didn't though? <laughs> just didn't get rid of. Just didn't got keep rid Seinfeld. Of them just Seinfeld's friends. I guess you're right. I guess that's why when John Ritter died, that show went on for two more seasons. Yeah. They were able to do it right. without him because it wasn't right. called the John Ritter Experience. Right. So, name now it after yourself. Now we're name all sad about yourself. John yeah. Ritter. Aww. I am sad about John Ritter. That was a bummer. I used to, that was Big Three's Company. Yeah, Three's Company. Up. I watched that. I uh, saw him walking down the street one day, and I was kind of like walking behind him, and I just saw people just seeing John Ritter on the street. <laughs> and, and this was... You know, only like five years ago, so his show had been off forever. He was doing something here in the city like it was in a play. But I got to see people's faces as them saying, hey, it's John Ritter. Huh. And just like all, like for three blocks, I saw people go, hey! Uh, and he was cool with that? Yeah, he was just waving and walking wow. along and just being nice. Great to see you. That's awesome. And, you know, he wasn't like so big of a star that people were stopping him. or right. You know, it wasn't Beatlemania. But I got to see that everybody that sees him felt happy That's just so to cool. see John Ritter. How do you say people feel if they saw Larry from Three's Company walk by? I don't. Larry <laughs> was one of the people who yelled out, hey. We should man. do something. Yeah, yeah I, saw, I saw Mel Gibson. <laughs> I saw Mel Gibson walking. Still the magic's still there. The Regal Beagle's still there. Let's buy the Regal Beagle. Dude, we open up Regal Beagles. I'll do personal appearances. You don't want fuck Fridays. Yeah. Philadelphia car show, man. Let's get it. <laughs> there are always those guys that, you know, are like, we really should do it again because people love it. It's always love the other guy. It. It's always yeah, it's the always other always dude. the other guy. Yeah. Like the Funky Bunch just heard the other day, Marky Mark's thinking about <laughs> Holy shit, good vibrations. Like, fuck. Yeah. This is what I've been saying, yeah. man. The people Not, are wanting it. But, 90s nostalgia. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be huge. Everybody from NSYNC is dying for it. Yeah. Except for the top dog. What do you think the news and the range are doing right now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're ready. <laughs> Anytime I, I got my keytar charging up right now. Um. All right. Do I get a break? Yeah, we should, we should break. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Liam. Thanks, thanks for guys. coming in. That was cool. And if I get Dave, do you want to sit down with him yeah, and talk in. it out? Yeah, sure. We'll hang out. We I want you to put that offer out tonight. I'm we'll fine do. with it. I'll broker this. Okay. Thanks. And after talking and seeing how sweet Liam is, starting to seem like Dave's the cunt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't Fez say that. Could Fez mediate? Yeah, oh. Fez would. Fez is like Liam in so many ways. Oh, boy. Yeah, no TV or movies. No TV, no movies. Sports. No sports. Well, I, your pro wrestling is technically a sport. Dating guys, right. um, <laughs> blowing people, jacking and rushing, fucking rape. Do you not porn. watch? Do you not watch Game of Thrones? I I have not watched. I read all the books. I did. Haven't watched the show. Wow, 
I was going to high five you for not watching the show, but now I'm upset you read the books. Oh, sorry about that. I played yeah, Dungeons and Dragons too. I know he, he does. It. it blows yeah. my mind. <laughs> he he, did, he got us. me on board with it. <laughs> I was like, you don't like Game of Thrones? Like, no, I'm not an 11-year-old orphan from England. <laughs> oh, come on. It's for adults, escape. too. It's yeah. not for adults. It's for adults. Why? Because there's Bush in it? Did you see the there's commercial incest. with the baby yeah. dragon? Yes. I, the whole get, thing. You should get HBO because yeah. you can fucking watch it. Then. I got HBO. I've had HBO for years before that show came out, and I've actively for tried to not watch it. I hate it. Wow. And I enjoy True Blood, which makes it even shittier to yeah. say how much I hate yeah. it. Yeah, that's crazy. True Blood's yeah, that's garbage. A show. It's well, I guess. I guess you don't have a dream of being in love with a vampire and having to take you away from all this. I don't. I, do. I don't. But I, I do dream of cutting people's heads off with swords. Like well, you just don't give anything Assassin's away. Creed style. <laughs> don't give anything away. Sword fighting. <laughs> Guys wearing chainmail. That, that's part of it. Yeah. It's all of it. When does does it already restart it? Yeah, it started. I think uh, two weeks ago. I only saw the first episode. I'd love to see the second episode. I'm uncultured possibly i'll take the blame to say that because like i check out as soon as like it's like no you got to watch man this battle and the game of positioning and i, get, yeah. and I just hear the thing it's like do thou walk forth and i'm like suck my dick like i couldn't even pretend to give a shit and that's when nba goes on that's sunday fair. nights <laughs> nba i'd rather not and then i want to hate everybody who enjoyed it <laughs> i i let them be but I never run. I can't. Uh, unicorns and dragons. It means nothing. There's no unicorns. No unicorns. Dragons, yeah, though. just dragons. If but I if I found out how this <laughs> if I found out how the whole series ended, I would tweet it out. Oh. My fifteenth tweet ever. Oh. I would tweet out the ending of that show. I hate you. I did that to a movie uh, at a college. I did one time that I just hated the crowd. Yeah. And it, it was a uh, SUNY Delhi, and at. They came to this Sunday night show. It was like free to come to the comedy show, and everyone would show up in their pajamas right. and stuff because they would go watch a movie afterwards in like the gymnasium or something. It was like a free movie night or something. And there was just that town just dies. There's nothing to do. And when I was in there, um, the crowd was like, they just they kind of sucked. And I was like, so where's this boring night going in now? So you guys gonna go watch a movie in the gym? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> I go, what are you gonna watch tonight? And they go. The Prestige, and I was like, Christian Bale's twins. Go fuck yourself. Good night. <laughs> so if you don't do well, you end up doing really bad. Like, I'm gonna take it way down. Good or bad? Yeah. yeah uh, historically, it, I will not deal with the yeah. difference. Wow. Yeah. It will be memorable, one way or another. Yeah, you're gonna come I, around and enjoy it or not. I got a break. We're gonna do uh, the next uh, unmasked announcement Ooh. and uh, lots of stuff more. We're right back with Jay Okerson. It's Run a Fest show. You're enjoying the Run and Fest show on Sirius XM's Opie and Anthony channel. More in moments.
Hey guys, Big J Okerson is sitting in with us. He's going to be in Scottsdale at the Comedy Spot this weekend. 12th, 13th, and 14th. ComedySpot.net for tickets. He's also got that podcast, Legion of Skanks, at uh, CaveComedyRadio.com. Uh, I got to figure out whether I'm going to listen to your show or Pepper's one of your three podcasts. <laughs> you have three podcasts now? Uh, two podcasts and the Saturday Night Show. All right, that's three podcasts. The Saturday Night Show's not serious. Somebody actually said to me, I'm starting a podcast on this AM station. And he started calling a radio show <laughs> a podcast. It's weird how it's just dumb, blown the fuck up. Podcasts? Podcasts, yeah. No, Everyone has one. Oh, Every single person has one. Because the technology's there, so it's cheap enough for you to just buy some fucking mics and a board or whatever, stick it up to your computer and start talking into it and recording. That is the... Obvious truth that everyone knew right from the beginning. I, I didn't get that. <laughs> I and was then, like, then they can start use their mouth to talk, and their <laughs> tongue helps them shape words. And then the computer <laughs> records it, allowing it to cast it towards many pods. Most of those people be wearing clothing <laughs> of their own native lands, generally requiring <laughs> earphones for the pod. <laughs> throwing it out there. Or Cans, as they say in the radio <laughs> business. The biz. Uh, all right, coming up on the next um, Unmasked show that we're going to be doing, uh, Brad Garrett, you know him from Everybody Loves Raymond, and he's got a new TV show out. What's it called, Chris? Uh, well, we're all having kids or living at your house <laughs> for the rest of your life. With your parents. We got to get some of this stuff written up. Yeah. What we'll do, Pips, when you have the producers meeting, when we have an unmasked like this, right? Let's get it all on a piece of paper so we can tell people where to go. How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life is a new TV show. So if you want to see Brad Garrett uh, do the unmasked, just head on over to the iBank. What's the date on it, Chris? It's happening next Wednesday, April 17th at 1 p.m. right here at Sirius in the Fishbowl. Right here in the fishbowl, I'm going to warn you, he's six foot nine. Huge. Jesus. And another guy who I don't think played sports with that height. Oh, Some people refuse. Some people refuse. Some people refuse. They're tall person, and they're like basketball, and they go, swimmer. Mm. Yeah, there are some swimmers now that are like six, 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 seven. Yeah, that's growing up too white. You need some more urban influence in your life if you're swimming. But did you, do you ever think to yourself, if I was six, nine, I'd easily be in the NBA? Yeah. No. Easily. How could you not? You'd have to take the shot. Jesus. Yeah, it's there for you. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I mean, you just do what God Rodman does it and just go for boards. You just do one thing. Yeah, yeah do I one just, thing I'm going great. for boards. People that play that. I mean, the white chocolate, all he could do was dribble pretty cool. Mm -hmm. He wasn't a good shooter, defender, or anything else. Did the one thing? He just dribbled awesome. And they made him, uh, he was a star for a minute. Sold Ooh. some jerseys. Sold some jerseys. Uh, when Saturday brought the Asian aspect to it all, and he said it held him back. I'm like, but in the long run, you're it better to be him. the first. Yeah, it made him. Yeah. Was, uh, I remember with, uh, with uh, Yao Ming when he went to the Rockets, and then all still this day because they already have the sponsorship, they have all the things around the uh, you know the uh, sponsorship around the actual arena, mm -hmm. like the moving boards. It'll be like you know McDonald's, ninety nine cent Big Macs, and then like whatever will keep going. Um, they still have all kinds of like Asian, like just it's just like a red 
sign with like white Asian letters. You can't even tell. There's not even like an American like translation. Like some Chinese company bought you know, it. Amalgamated <laughs> bank of whatever. It's just like yeah. It's just just Asian. It's only for Asian people. It probably says don't eat where the white people eat. <laughs> yeah. Eat here. Yeah. The sausages uh, are made of people. You know, I've heard down in Chinatown that they're. Two prices and two menus, one for Chinese people that are local, and the other for tourists and you know white people from the neighborhood. And people get mad. And I go, I don't know why anybody would have a problem with that. I don't care. They're taking care of their friends. What's wrong with that? And some people get really mad when they find that out. I've heard of the black people menus before. Well, how's that work? Tip price included. Yeah, you got to do that though. <laughs> That's the rumor. I've yeah. never seen it. Now I don't say that. For any other reason, I don't think I've ever had dinner with black people. But. Well, there, yeah, we've actually done, we've had service people talk about, but also Canadians are terrible tippers, uh, and a lot of Europeans. The yeah. only really good tippers out there are white people, because they feel white American people. Yeah, white American people. I gave when I was in fucking Budapest. I gave a guy I think an eight dollar tip, and he gave me free drinks for the rest of the fucking night. It was bizarre. He was fucking, like, treating me like I was his fucking kid. He's like, in two years, no one's ever given me a tip this fucking large. I was like, it was eight bucks. I'm going to tip you the next drink, too. And paid fucking drinks for hours after that. It was fucking bizarre. That's You're great. a legend. They're like, it's we really, once it was... had a guy came in, he had a ponytail on. He was fucking raining money. Was Eight... service good there, though? Like, that's the thing. Like, too, It was like... great. It was fine. A lot of, when I was in Canada, especially like French-speaking uh, Canada... Like the service people are like really shitty. It depends where you go. That that seems to be a town. Like Montreal seems to be a town where the service is really shit. They're not nice. Like French Canadian. Yeah, when you go there. But I mean, they're, they all speak English, like perfect. So, but I remember I went to a diner out there that I like, and I was something. I was like, uh, "Hey, uh, can I get a strawberry milkshake with that?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, man. If I if I got time." <laughs> I think it's just me here, and I was like, ah. like but the I almost would have understood if you lied and said you didn't have ice cream. You just say something was broken. Yeah. I want to, but the ice cream thing's broken. I can't mix it. Yeah, the milkshake machine's fucked up. What do you want me to stir it with a spoon, you dickhead? There's a uh, a coffee place that I know, and I'm there on a Saturday, and they mainly sell coffee and Danishes, but they also sell sandwiches. And the guy said, I want to get a sandwich. It was like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And the girl behind the counter said, oh, um, we can't. Our sandwich maker went out to lunch. And the dude goes like this, at 12 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> and I was standing behind him. I'm like, let's go. Come on. He's out grabbing a sandwich. <laughs> what are we arguing for? I want a cappuccino. And you and I don't want to hear your problems. I want a sandwich. But though. how fucking great was that? Our That's sandwich awesome. makers out to lunch at twelve o'clock. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I really. Uh, I was actually talking with buddies about this last night about like serve. Like I am really, I, I hate bad service because I am very, like courteous to service people. Uh -huh. like, I get it. I, again, like I haven't done a day job thing in a long time now, and the thought of it makes me so upset that I do have a sympathy for people that have to, you know, like I said, for someone that has to, like, get you your burger yeah. and, like, eating shit from some other jerk-off who's telling him how to get your burger, and if you don't get it right, like, he gets... So, but when they're really shit, because I'm not shitty to them ever, so when they're shitty to me, I get very, like, I, not hostile, but definitely, like, I'll acknowledge it without a doubt. I can't even stand to be around people who treat service people bad. Oh, that's like, fucked up. 
Um, there's some people that come in and it's not like, and they're like, uh, they're like, do you have raspberry iced tea here? I know, I'm sorry, we're not. And you're like, Pfft. they look at you like, hey, can you believe this? Uh, just shut it's up. Embarrassing. Just stop acting like you're a king. You just you're just a person, yeah. and this person's getting you something. I had a buddy who used to walk in. I was like, I don't know, my buddy Justin, I don't know how many foreign people pubes he's eaten in his life, but I'm guessing in the thousands because he'll walk into a place and they'll have like, a, I remember we went to a restaurant one time and they had like a, the cakes, you know, the homemade pies and everything up mm -hmm. front. And he walked, his initial reaction is, well, he goes, uh, what's in this? What is this? What is that? And like, when you're asking, it's like, yeah, it's like all out of, the, out of the blue. And like, just immediately like, uh, hey, how long does it take here to get a, uh, you know, the snakes take long? Like, like this is the way, just the, the voice he talks in, you know, it's like very like, I'm like, I mean, do these guys have to go in the back and be like, fuck this jerk off at table 13, you know? There are, um... There's no one out there too that can uh, that the, they people act like they've never been in restaurants before. So I, I've seen a thing where people go, "Okay, you have a nice tea. Do you want some lemon in that?" Oh my God, no! Like you know, some people have lemon. <laughs> it's coming. It's not shocking to you. All right, unmasked is uh, coming, and Chris, we got to do a better job of plugging it. Brad Garrett is a big star, and he's been around a long, long time, and he needs your full respect and your ability to let people know what a great time this is going to be. Oh, he's huge. It's going to be awesome. It's happening next Wednesday, April 17th at 1 p.m. for his new show, How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life. It's going to be fucking great. It's in the fishbowl. I can't wait. You seem kind of low energy about it, though. The way low you're energy? It. I mean, it was on one of the biggest sitcoms of all time. Gigantic. Huge. So you got to be plugging how to get tickets, what to do. You go to iBang.com. It's right there. And it's happening next Wednesday, 1 p.m., April 17th. We should spend the whole hour just asking about that one episode of Fresh Prince he was on. I didn't know. I never saw it. Well, I guess Which one? IMDb it. Was he mean to the Fresh Prince? He was, yeah, he was like a, like a hitman or something for yeah. the mob. And he was coming after the Fresh Prince and, un and Uncle Phil. All right, I'm going to give you another one about him. Do you remember Seinfeld that Brad Garrett was on? It's a really good one. So. Yeah, no. I remember it. Which one? He was the uh, mechanic for the, uh, for, and it was also the episode with uh, Candy's Golf Clubs or Jackie O's He did the thing with, he was the mechanic who acted like, Jerry, tell me the truth. You don't take care of this car properly? <laughs> How many times, like, he made Jerry feel bad <laughs> about how you're not back with the oil yet? Like, he was somehow <laughs> mistreating a child. And everyone has had that thing where they feel weird and incompetent around a mechanic. Oh, yeah, I don't know shit about cars. Me but you feel like you let the mechanic down. Yeah, I blame my fa My father uh, came to see me do a show in Pittsburgh, like, a couple years back, and... He goes, hey, you want to come check out the new car? And it was, I don't even remember what it was. Like, it's a Nissan something something. He goes, twin headers, dual cam shit. And he goes, right. I was like, that's cool. And he's like, something, blah, blah, horsepower. And I go, okay. And he goes, wait, you don't like cars? I'm like, you left when I was three. And my mom <laughs> drove a Chevette till I was 17. Now. <laughs> What's it like you and your dad now? Better? Um, no, just like Still, weird. There's no like, animosity. The back of your mind, like, you're like, why couldn't you love me? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. But we're never going to, like, duke it out about it. He's a little, like, uh, dumb about it. My dad, literally, I'm 35, 
he latches on to uh, anytime someone comes with a, he was a bad guy, his defense of himself. He goes, "Hey, when you were eleven years old, I took your London Fog winter coat off layaway. Your mother couldn't afford to fit, and I came in and it was like literally like twenty six more dollars. Right. We were that kind of broke. He goes, "I came got your London Fog jacket off layaway. Still his claim to fame. Like so up." He said it again for the last time. Uh, I remember he came to my house and he said it. And then he, uh, but when he came to that gig I did in Pittsburgh, my buddy Dave was with me. And uh, and I, as soon as he got there, I knew he was going to say, he goes, I'm going to come hang out with you guys for the day. And I was like, ah, shit. Like, I didn't want him to come for the whole day. Yeah. He goes, I'm going to come hang out for the day. And I go, all right. And uh, he shows up like noon. So right away, I'm sharing a room with my buddy Dave. And I go, uh. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go take a shit in a shower, which is a nice. I really stretch it out when I shit. Yeah. I'm a real. Bring in the laptop. I'll see you in an hour. And uh, so I did that and just left my dad in the room. My buddy Dave and my buddy Dave said that within minutes he was like, ah, "I get a bad rapper. So I'm a bad guy." But you know, I, was, I tried to be there for him. You know, I got his coat off layaway. <laughs> he, he <laughs> my friend. He's like, like three years ago, he goes, "I got the guy's coat off layaway," and that was an awkward moment when he. Uh, we went outside to go look at his car, and then we came back, and we're sitting there talking about... We're just trying to make small talk at this point. You know, it's like, hey, what movies are playing over there? Maybe we'll all go catch a movie in midday. And The Hangover was out, to give you a timeline <laughs> on that. I go, yeah, I go. I don't know if that's going to be... Any good. I like Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's got something out. I, mean, I like Will Ferrell. My dad's like, yeah, he's good. And then my dad's eyes just went blank, and he collapses outside. It was a very hot day, and smashes his head on like a metal trash can. And then I'm like, you know, yelling, like, somebody get an ambulance. And then he pops up, almost like trying to act like it didn't happen. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. No problem. And he just starts walking back into the hotel to hang out. And he, uh, we get up to the room, and I was like, I go, what was that, man? He goes, oh, yeah, I kind of freaked out back there, huh? I think he's just a little, I'm a little hot. He was just trying to downplay because I think right. he was embarrassed, and the moment was weird. And he's like, I'm just a little hot. And he goes, I'm good, though. I'm good. And he cracked his head. And you're not supposed to go to sleep, but I think I was convincing him. I was like, well, why don't you just take a nap? And like, Because me and my buddies wanted to play NBA. It's <laughs> like, if you want to crash out for a little bit, that's cool. And we ordered a pizza, and I remember him just kept saying, he goes, I'm fine. He goes, if I could just get like something cold to drink, that'd be good. He goes, maybe a cold soda. So I'm like, yeah, well, I'll order pizza, and I'll, I'll get a soda. <laughs> and I remember on the phone with the guy, I was like, uh, yeah, large pepperoni pizza, and um, let me get like two... Uh, 16 ounce. He goes, cold. Make sure you say it's cold. <laughs> a cold soda. <laughs> like in the background, he goes, make sure you tell him cold. And then he was like, I remember in between shows, he was like, maybe I should go home now. And I'm like, hey, man, if you think you're cool to drive, I say do it. It's so fucking strange. Yeah. But he, he still never gets it into his uh, mind that he was a total fuck up. No, no, no. He thinks he's the... Uh, now he he gets he gives me more of the like hey you don't take my calls or nothing and I was like well I needed right. his calls when I was thirteen like now I'm good now I don't know what to tell, talk to you about and you got a kid right yeah so your whole life is I'm not going to be that guy oh yeah torturous like sometimes that's like a good thing that he was so bad at it that you already know you're a good father yeah. And uh, no matter what happens with uh, like me and and uh, her mom, it's just like a thing. I was like, yeah, I know. It's like you don't have to be, like you know. What I mean, like even if that doesn't work out someday, you know, it's like you don't have to be like just distant because of, of that happening. But I think that's like the example that a lot of people get. A lot mm -hmm. of times, I think the dude takes off and just like splits. It's a lot easier.
and just keep going. Well, your your dad stayed, and you wish that he didn't. Oh, guess. God, it would have been great if he would have fucking got the fuck out. Yeah. He was such a train wreck. My dad's got a whole, like, family. Like, he's act what's funny is, and I'm happy for it, like, I'm, I, I didn't wish no bad on them, but I have, like, he has two other kids from the marriage he's in now. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's great with them. That's <laughs> what I say. But I say he's like a clueless guy. I think a lot of those kind of guys are like yeah. a clueless dude. He has the tendency to like, um, like brag about stuff or, or you know make like note of things where you're like, why would you tell me this? Like actually, when he came over the one time, it was pretty funny. He came over the one time, he goes, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember exactly how he worded it. He goes, he goes, yeah, you know, it's like you should bring uh, your daughter, you know, bring uh, Isabella out to. Our house, you know, like like to come visit. It was everyone would love to have a girl in the house. Like everyone's got uh, boys in the family. He's like, this one's got two boys. That one's got two boys. He goes, I've got two boys. And what's funny is my wife actually goes. She goes, you have three boys. <laughs> he goes, oh yeah, you know, I was saying, but there, I mean, like you know, in Ohio, it's, to, yeah, it's uh, so he's just that kind of dude. He's like, he just right. doesn't. He's always, you know, he calls. He goes, hey, what's up? He goes. We're getting ready to go. Your brother's playing uh, for a ju junior league in Ohio State, so we're going to the champion. We're all taking a road trip to the championship game. It's like, you've never watched me play a sport once in your life. Not once. One time when I was like 17, you gave me the, you think you're tougher than your old man, took me out in the backyard and punched me in the chest so hard I thought my shoulders clapped. And then I was like, all right, too serious for no reason. Right. And like that was. Now you decide you're tougher than him, though. Let him know. Oh, you know what? I wasn't oh. then, but now I am. I would level that up. <laughs> <laughs> now I decided, yeah, there was that, that day that was coming. I decided it's today. Oh, I'm doing CrossFit. I've been training like Clubber Lang. <laughs> hey, uh, Red Bear, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie, I got a spy report. Uh, spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. Spy report. <laughs> Kate Upton is reportedly dating none other than P. Diddy, Sean Combs. You know, I don't know if that's a reported thing or that's news. Seems like it. Whatever, she's getting that dip. It's between <laughs> them, it seems like to me. Later, guys. Let's Go see. fuck it, some valley, baby. Nobody fuck some valley. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's getting that dip. Dick, you not dip. dick. How old is he now? Mid forties. Has to be. Mm, I hope he's enjoying himself then. Kate Upton, she's one of your favorites, yeah. Yeah, well, she's still can't. I think still can't buy a cocktail. You know, still she's not 20. old enough for that. Twenty? Is she twenty? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I bet Diddy's getting there some cocktails. You know, he owns a vodka company. <laughs> everyone does now, right? Yeah. Everyone, you turn around, they got their own <clears throat> vodka company. I think JT has vodka and he has uh, champagne. You know, the vodka I see all the time now is Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Head Vodka. Oh, the Skull Vodka? Yeah. Mm, that's good stuff. It's in, like, most of the liquor store windows. It's blown up. Is it good? Yeah, it's good vodka. No, it's in the Skull. But what's bad vodka? I don't know. I'm so... I'm not a Blue drinker. Georgie is bad vodka. That's yeah. the fucking... That's the rod cut. I think I could drink well liquor or Grey Goose and not know the difference at all. I'm, I'm a terrible drinker. Mm. I'm no good. If anyone says, do you want a beer, my first thing is always going to say Bud Light. I have no, like, Stella. But what about or... when it comes to pot? You could definitely tell good pot from bad pot, right? No, not really. You I'm, really? Drink I'm a pot guy, but look, I, look I, I definitely smoke pot where I'm like, this isn't really hitting me that hard. But like, yeah. I'm not that guy, like, when people get it, it goes, oh, 
dude, smell this. I'm like, it always just smells like pot to me. Like, oh, dude, look, I, I guess all I've deduced is that, like, if there's weird other, other colors besides green in it, it's good. <laughs> if it's... If it's just green, sometimes it's good. But if it's like a, a shitty dark green, it sucks. <laughs> See, I go through this with cigars all the time where people want to discuss cigars with me. And I'm like, I smoke them. I don't right. fucking debate them or talk about what, you know what I mean? To, to me, I smoke it in the same way a person would smoke a cigarette. Just a relaxing thing to do. But I don't want to sit and, you know what? There's a timber, uh, there's a timber taste to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's these crazy fucking weed connoisseurs, and with like all the different names and bullshit, where it's mm -hmm. just marketing. It's just fucking drug dealer marketing, where there'd be fucking Afghan Kush or blueberry fucking diesel, whatever. Oh, all that shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I read a thing the other day that the wine thing is completely bullshit. <laughs> that people cannot taste these different things in wine. That's they're great. They're just lying, that if you take the labels off, they're fucked. Good. Oh, I believe Pretentious that, dicks. Now, do you think that if we lined up a bunch of different beers, you would be able to say, this is a Budweiser, this is a yeah. Heineken? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. We should do a blind taste test like that. Okay. Because the wine people apparently can't do it. I don't know. I drink, I've done something, I drink a shitload of wine, but I just drink red wine. It all tastes mostly the same to me. It tastes good. Mm. <laughs> well, they always say, end with the cheap stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, good, yeah, because you're going to be drunk then anyway. So once you get drunk, any experience of what the wine tastes gets out the fucking window. Yeah, quality's out. Yeah. Quality's done. So drink your most expensive fucking bottle right up front and end up the end of the night with rock cut. You're just fucking swinging it around. You can spill it all over yourself. <laughs> fucking Kornheiser got caught on when the, the PTI tape got released. When someone was rolling, he was like, yeah, yeah, just, just drink a little bit of the good stuff. And then I just get fucking hammered off. Garbage later. Cornizer fucking loves getting whacked. It's between him and his maker. I'm not going to tell him how to live his life. I'm not a wine guy at all. I don't care. I'm never. I'm not. It's a booze guy. It's just never. It's never. Uh, you don't like to be drunk. I don't like to be drunk, but also I just don't like the taste of it enough to even like. Like if I if I drink, if if, if alcohol touches my lips, I'm going probably to get drunk. Like hard alcohol, not beer. Yeah. But like if it's like if I'm doing a shot of vodka, I'm just gonna do like four or five shots just to get like let's just do it if we're gonna do it. Just get drunk immediately. There's just no point in sitting there and, and, and riding it out of the course of the night. Oh, cocktails are great. I've done that when I was doing all the black comedy clubs. I would do a, get one of those like Thug Passions and all oh, those like crazy pounding a lot of Hennessy. Uh, never, but it was like some kind of like like fruity drink of it. You know what I mean? Like a like a weird like mix of it. Like sex in the beaches and whatnot. Uh, Brad Garrett, Unmasked, happening next Wednesday, April 17th, 1 p.m. Go to theibang.com or the iBang on Twitter to get tickets. That's Brad Garrett from Everyone Loves Raymond, his new show, How to Live with Your Parents for the Rest of Your Life. It's going to be fantastic. Um, you got a little thing said to you from Liz, who says, I love when Big J is on the show. He's so much fun, and his stories are the best. Oh. Big fan. Liz, that's fire? Yeah. She's great. She always has nice comments after I'm in here. This Does she favorite. really? Yeah, this is my favorite uh, radio thing in the world to do. What's your second favorite? 
Legion of Skanks podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, very short list you put together. I'll wa- you put me on third microphone, fourth microphone in here. I'll walk away from that podcast in two seconds. You'd be done. With, you would. I would and never away. talk to your friends again. That, I'll never talk to them again. And that is in the upwards of a potential two thousand listeners once in a while, closer to one thousand. Normally, I'd now, walk away. I'd walk on that. Do you get to do those people all at the same time or over a course of time? I usually just look during a week and a mm-hmm. week's period, and that's where we're at. Because very few people listen to live podcasting, right? Yeah, they yeah. Because some people will set up like a view stream thing yeah. where it will be like a video camera, and yeah. you can watch through that. But yeah, everything goes through downloads the course of between new yeah. episodes. We do ours though. Now we've actually changed the form, which has been a lot of fun. Is doing it actually live though, like in front of an audience, which has been pretty cool mm-hmm. to keep people involved. Especially that's a tough thing when you like. Or with people, it's essentially the same thing here with like the phone calls, like the callers constantly coming. Right. It's good when you're with people who you're with all the time. Like I know these guys inside and out. It's kind of hard to, you know, it's like if something happened to me on like Monday, they probably know it by Monday or Tuesday. You well, know? it's when you get ended. Please tell tell me on the air. I will fucking kill any of my guys if they tell me something off the air. Yeah, you know, explain your pain of losing your parents on the fucking air. <laughs> I don't want to hear it in the hallway. Don't, I don't want to console don't you in life. Start crying now. <laughs> Cry when we get on the air. Keep it so inside. Squeeze through those fingers <laughs> and grab people. Grab them. So you never had a tender moment with Fez off the air about his whole situation? You're well, like, no, um, save yeah, it. Yeah. Well, the Fez thing we try now to do off the air so we don't have to do on since we beat them to death with that. But. Um, <clears throat> Generally, you start to think, why even live off the air? You know, <laughs> once you've been doing this long enough, just have stuff to talk about on the air the next day. You'll be at your house, and if you like, and you're like, all right, let's go to the phones. Pop, how's everything down there? <laughs> <laughs> I just have it set up with a little board. You got a bank? Okay. Holy shit! I'm gonna hook you up with my sister now. Now we got you both on both lines. How's everybody doing? All right, I'm going to do a quick trivia game with you guys and then give out some prizes. We got an unmasked coming up this week. If you can stop in, Dad. It's with Brad Garrett next Wednesday. Hey, Seth, what's up? Like, oh, I have some news. Spy report. Spy report. <laughs> yeah, th- just to have a sounder wherever you're going. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, well, um, do you want uh, coleslaw with that? No. Um, how about mashed potatoes? There you go. All right. Carb load. When do you um? When do you head out west? Uh, Friday morning. Friday morning. So you will fly in and do a show that night. Yeah. And you don't find that to be like too long of a day for you? Low energy once you show up. No. What I do is uh. I'll be working the night. I'll be hosting the uh, midnight show at the Comedy Cellar on Thursday, mm-hmm. which never starts at midnight. And I'll be getting done that probably close to 3.30 something in the morning. And then I'll go home, finish packing my bag, and head to the airport at like 5. And then no. I'll sleep. I, I do that because I'm terrified of flying. I hate, I'm uncomfortable flying always. Uh, actually, physically uncomfortable, like in the seats and everything. So I... Uh, I try to make myself exhaust, and I'll smoke a whole bunch of weed before I get in the cab, and I will just try to pass out on the plane as soon as possible. Now, if you smoke a bunch of pot like that, you don't worry about getting the, hey, I'm trapped inside and I can't leave, 
as uncomfortable as I am thing. Because I think that's worse than the plane fucking crashing, is you just can't leave. Like, if someone said, by the way, this door here is sealed yeah. for the next three hours, yeah. just keep doing your show, I would be thinking about that. <laughs> now, we haven't done anything. We've been sitting in here for four hours. Everybody's fine. But if you found out that the door was sealed and you can't do anything else, that's when I want to do other things. Yeah, so I try. I, I literally try to make myself comatose. Actually, the one time recently that I did drink red wine of all time was when I flew to. A, every time I would wake up on my way to Australia, I would literally just start making myself get into a zone. I, I, I'd <laughs> eat something immediately and just pound. They give you little bottles of red wine, mm -hmm. yeah. and and that Qantas Airlines has a fantastic entertainment system, so you could just like put on stuff and crash out, which was great. That's my big thing too on planes. Like this trip, I'm doing all like. It's like Delta and U.S. Air, I think. So it's just like we just know there's nothing to do on a five and a half hour. They're the worst. <laughs> if I can't fly JetBlue, I already hate the whole trip. Or like one of those, like TV. Mm -hmm. I need a TV of some sort. JetBlue's good because it has USA. I could watch a Law & Order SVU marathon and try to solve rapes for as long as you leave me on a plane. You know, I do have a new uh, hobby. I think it comes on at 10 o'clock in the morning, but I tape it every day. It's 1980s Miami Vice. Oh, and yeah. it is so hysterically bad yeah. that it's fucking fantastic. Edward James almost, right? Yeah. That's great. I um, did that. I did that a couple years ago with Twenty One Jump Street. Went back and did the whole thing. <laughs> my mom was obsessed with Miami Vice, so I had to buy her the DVDs when they eventually came out, and then I watched them with her. Sadly, it's like, hey, mom, do you like overacting? Is tremendous. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's fucking great. That was Fridays when I was a kid. Sledgehammer. Remember the show Sledgehammer? Yeah. And then Miami Vice would come on at like well, ten. I also saw Charlie Runkle when he was about seventeen. So he's like a bald, fat guy now. On HBO, but you see him as who's a kid with this full head of hair and freckles. That's they crazy. Seem to have disappeared. Probably Either he wears more makeup now, Probably or somehow older. he got his face bleached. <laughs> got rid of those pesky freckles. Well, when he eventually gets off the plane that he hates, uh, Big J Okerson will be showing up in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the Comedy Spot. It's the spot for comedy oh, yeah. in Scottsdale, uh, the 12th, 13th, and 14th. Go to ComedySpot.net. And also, as he said, Legion of Skanks, it's the new podcast that seems to be taking America by storm. <laughs> yeah, one person at a time. CaveComedyRadio.com. And there's other shows on there. You're just you're part of the Cave Comedy Radio Cavalcade of Stars. Yes. There's other shows out there. Which one are you on? I'm on High Society Radio and the Davy Mac Sports Program. Um, and neither one of those belongs to like a bigger. Davy Mac Sports Program belongs to Ridecast.com. Ridecast, it's a good network. Ridecast, when you want your cast of riding. Yeah. Lose your shit. You know, I reached out to a, a porn star from Scottsdale, Arizona, to come to my show. She's a big Twitter person, so I was like, her endorsement would probably help my Twitter stuff. And she just ignored me three times. That's a bummer. And then you start getting the thing where you start feeling like another message will start to sound like, hey, I'm a super big fan. And in my head, I'm like, I think I'm better than this bitch. Right. And I'm mm. reaching out like a sad sack now, and I feel like a dummy. But you don't know. She could be on the road or something. She could be away from her phone. That's not what yeah. her tweets say. Okay, that's a problem. Oh, dirty bitch. Found out the truth. BB Jones. Maybe she's just right. scared of you. She's the one that got in the picture with Gronk, right? Yeah. That's right. Gronk got injured again the other day. 
What? He got injured on his way to the doctors. Blowing a guy? Yeah, I think. I think so. Also, uh, Unmasked with Brad Garrett is happening next week, Wednesday, the 17th at 1 p.m. Everybody in the Everybody loves Raymond. Everyone loves him. Everybody loves Raymond. Go to the iBang.com to get tickets. That's it for us. See you guys uh, tomorrow. Right after O&A. Well, after Sam, actually. It'll be O&A, Sam, and then us. That's how it goes. Go see Big J. 12th, 13th, and 14th in Scottsdale, Arizona at the Comedy Spot. Safe trip, my friend. Thank you for having me. And that's the end of my show. Dog. Up to the skies. Things like that drive me out of my mind. I watched it for a little while. I love to watch things on TV.